It's a very special Monday show, Monday night, after the final first weekend action is in the books. And we got a special guest with us. Herbs, no, no, no. The lover of Herbs, A.J. Hoffman, is here, coming to take some of his medicines. So it's yeah. going to be a multi-day yeah, process. Yeah. It'll probably be off-season. Uh, we got to, uh, we, listen, we'll tell you when to come in. Just, okay. You relax. I don't want you to like, get sick or something during the pod. Just be okay. Steve Fezzik, who has anchored this baby like a, like a piece of iron. I think. <laughs> Is that the way you said? sinking? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. On Mondays. And we got for a little Giants insight and just general good cheer and to keep AJ honest, Scott Seidenberg and Mackenzie in the house. This is like a, a Wednesday show, but it was so exciting. All right, Fez, or AJ, Fez, you relax too. I want you to tell us how you're. I want to hear about the uh, now for those who are new or or let's say casual listeners, AJ. I will say by his assessment, his he 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 really is adamant. It's not romantic, but he loves Herbert. Yeah, you would have a candlelit dinner with him for no. sure. It, what, I I love the way he throws a football. What's that code for? I love the way he throws a football. <laughs> All right. So explain to us how your emotions went that day. Uh, for, so before the game, how were you feeling? Because some money came in on the Chargers. Yeah, I was feeling right, confident. Yes. I had Chargers minus one and a half. And like you said, money was coming in. I was feeling good about having an early number. and felt, had it in pocket. Yep. And I was feeling feeling strong. And obviously, the first half of the game happens, and... I, I'm You're thinking like this is what I predicted the whole year. I, even I didn't think it was going to be this, uh-huh. but they, it, there was certainly joy. <laughs> I said, "Of course, the Jags can't. They can't throw on this team. The Chargers' pass defense is too good." RJ lost it. He doesn't. What's he talking about? Well, then <laughs> halftime happens, and I start to go get. My next emotion is probably frustration. All right. So explain to me now when it was twenty-seven nothing. And then there was a couple plays that could have went one way, but they went the other. Were you thinking it was important? Were you that engaged? Like, oh, this has now increased the chance from 1% to 2%. No. When the Jags scored before halftime, I was like, oh, it's so dumb that they let them do that. But I guess whatever. Like, you, it, you figured you were you were just blissed out. I, I was. Okay. Now, at any point, did you light a cigar? No. Okay. Did were, not do that. Did you drink? Yes. Uh, was it a celebratory? No. Okay. But you start. At what point of the game did you start drinking? Uh, probably the mid midway through the first quarter. So when they like start, got settled when, in, look good. Yeah. All right. All right. But then I started drinking more as the game went on. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're surprised you're here. The, the drinking it changed from uh, one kind of drinking to another. Because let's be honest, Fez. The Jags were getting the second half. Or I'm sorry, Chargers were getting the second half kickoff. Yeah, they I, had the ball with was it three ten? We were saying in the second quarter they had the ball up twenty seven nothing. Getting the kickoff, laying twenty four live wagering twenty four. So put that in perspective. Um, twenty four was like that was when New England that sixteen and O team was playing like the bottom feeders. They they, won, they were well, it wouldn't 20. even be that because it was. The, well, I guess half. it was for the whole game. Though, yeah, but okay, yeah, yeah, yes. When they played, there was one game against Jacksonville. They were laying twenty-seven. There okay? was, there's never been a line that was twenty-four. 
No, no, Jacksonville, New England was 27. Oh, I'm not sure. but oh, let's I'm just... certain because I have a ticket that says plus 28 oh. that I like. Oh. I got, oh. I got so you had this. a better number in pocket, too. <laughs> yes. You know, amazingly, I heard someone on in the media, we'll just say, that won betting Cincinnati. How's that? They, have well, a, they had a six and a half in yeah, pocket. Well, there was a lot of six and a half early in the week. A well, lot of it. Really? Yeah. A lot of it? A lot of it. Look at your odd sheet. It's right there. On Tuesday, it was painted six and a half. Painted. Well, well, hold on a second. We got to give credit if credit's due, because I, yeah, I guess you're right. It didn't really get up to seven till Wednesday. What were they thinking? Lamar they were Jackson, just sure Lamar they, was going to play, even no, though they no, thought there was a possibility, uh, certainly a possibility. Well, what would the line? Well, let's real quick. What would the line be if he did play? It had Five to be, and a half. Yeah. So possibility, he's worth seven points to the or six points to that backup. But each, but each and every week, it's like Lamar Jackson's questionable what I'm during is, the regular season. It's like now this would be a good time to play with the bum knee. But what I'm saying is, if there's a fifty percent chance he's going to play, you're going to make it three. You're going to be in the middle. Yeah. You're not going to be one point away from the line if he plays. Yes. So I don't get that. But anyway, well, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Is But you're right. That was obviously there's six and a halves out there. It just shows you how much the end of the week biases you, and you know, which is why betting early has a lot of advantage. Yes. The good news is my in-pocket play was a loser either way. But sometimes you got to have one in your pocket that goes the other way. You know, it can't always be a good one. But that one I'll accept. Okay. So at halftime, you were feeling good. When did it? St- when did you start getting worried? Um, I would say I didn't worry until it was thirty to twenty. So the the last the touchdown that the Jags scored right before the fourth quarter started it was like a forty five yard uh, touchdown pass, and I was like, oh shit, it's happening. So like, you you put down the pappy. Yeah, it was no longer. Uh, and I, just, I got out a bottle of eight eight dollar uh, Jim Beam and just started chugging. Um, but then, w- was there any point you said, "No, we're fine. We got this. We got this. This this will be something that will teach them a lesson for the next game." No, honestly, once the Jags scored again in the fourth quarter, I said the Chargers are going to lose this game. <laughs> I said they're going to. This isn't. And when they when they went for two, the Jags went for two and got it. I said, oh, it's going to happen. Well, how much time was left when I did that? Three, like three and a half minutes, I think. Five and a half minutes. Oh, was there five and a half? Boy, yeah. is that the time to do that? Well, they had there was they got the penalty. Bo- 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 Bosa uh, slammed his helmet into the ground, so it was an. Oh, it, oh, they did it. Oh, I'm sorry, they did it when they were from the one yard line. They, they yes. went for two from the one. Now it's still this correct wasn't for the game. This, this was at thirty to twenty six. It's still yeah. correct even from the two without boring everybody. You know how they go for two now when they're down eight. Mm-hmm. You actually should go for two when you're down four. Same concept. You know what you need if you yeah. get it or not. You know, but but uh, from the I one. Disagree, but hold on, you. But you can tie. So why do you need anything? Why not just kick the extra point and then kick the field Especially goal? with because, overtime because rules, everybody gets the ball now. Two, two rules. One, you don't know if you're going to make the field goal. Two, you um, don't know if you're going to win in overtime. I'd much rather half the time be. Uh, be me, I'd much rather half the time be down you don't two. Know if you're going to make the two. I'd much rather half the time be down two. And exactly, and half the time be down four, because then if I'm down four, no problem. I need a touchdown. I'll adjust accordingly. Well, Touchdown he, wins, field goal wins. I know what I need to win. So Simple. He, so here's, let's just say this. I spent years on the radio, on the pods with you. I never heard you talk. I mean, you've always had some cockamamie ideas, and we'll say cockamamie with a smile. Is And you've been right, you've been prescient about many of them. Like going for two down eights. Where I was ridiculed five years ago, and now it's kind of basic strategy. Well, I mean, now it's maybe a third of the teams do it, I think. Nah, three quarters. 
three quarters uh, of the NFL teams. All right, but still, maybe but, uh, a, maybe a fourth of the co- most of the college teams. The college teams haven't gotten the memo yet, but the NFL teams have. But it does show you how the framing of a debate. Like it's like that great story of the four minute mile, right? So Roger Bannister was the first guy to ever run it. In the history of the world, there had never been a four minute mile ever. He ran it in the I think the early fifties or late forties, I can't remember. And then within a year, there was like seven people that broke four minutes. Mm. Now, how in the heck could that in the history of the world never and then one and then a flood of them? I'd say better running shoes. Well, it wasn't that at the time. It, the, no, that's an interesting point because in swimming, there was that time, I think it was 12, that they completely had a different technology. The that they, every, they wore the, the full pants instead of yeah. like Speedos, yeah. So you could fundamentally see that shit, but there wasn't anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was the psychology that it was possible. Mm. And now it did. it wasn't impossible, right? Although it, the Bob Beeman jump didn't help anybody. Well, but Mexico City, a lot of altitude. Yeah. That was a, that was a hell of. A, I can still remember Carl Lewis going after that. It, oh wow! Is that has that been broken since? It has. How many times? I don't know. Like once? It's a small, very small. It might only be once. I don't think they still have broken Ben Johnson's juiced up right yeah. in the hundred. But anyway, um, okay. So let's shift back. Let's shift back to AJ. All right. All right, how you so did you rationalize? Like, did you say, well, this would be good? Like, how were you feeling? Speak from the heart. I felt, I felt disappointed uh-huh. because did you feel bad for herbs. I did, <laughs> I did, and I, I felt rage eventually. And I was like, they need to fire this asshole before he gets so into now the locker room. To blame. That's the beauty of it. I mean, it's the same guy I've been blaming for the but most part. You liked part. him last year. I liked him early last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. As the season went on, I soured on him. I've been sour on him all it's year. It's got to be someone's year. fault, right? Can't be Herb's. It's not my kid. Yeah. Do you feel like, would you, how much would you give to be his father? <laughs> but just to think that arm came from I'm good. Gene. I'm good. I don't need Yeah, you kids. got good kid, but yeah, yeah. But especially kids, a, a kid that's a millionaire. I mean, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> all right. So, how much do you blame Herbsy? Uh, he, he, isn't faultless in this thing for sure. How he, not? I mean, what, how do you yeah. blame him? We haven't ever heard that before. Let's listen. Uh, he did not play his best game. So he could have played better. He certainly could have played he better. Could've, all right. So he wasn't perfect. We got that. Go ahead. Um, and there were some... I, I don't think he ever really made like bad decisions with no. the ball. Oh, God, no, no. I think that sometimes he was looking for home runs when doubles would have worked just fine. In a way, he was forced into it by the bad design of the offense. Could be. What the hell happened to Austin Eckler? He looked good. He got nine carries. When you're up 24 points and you got a guy that just lives in the end zone nonstop and was was running, oh, he got like nine carries for 61 yards, and then it, it like cease hostilities. Like oh, we won't give it to Eckler anymore. We're not a running team, is what uh, Brandon Staley said. We don't run the ball. When so throw that? it to him. No, it's just what he, I picture him saying. And it's funny because I talked about this on SOV last night. This is exactly what Kyle Shanahan got killed for when Atlanta lost the Super Bowl. Well, I think it was different than that because he mixed some runs in there. I oh, mean, Shanahan mixed in more runs than Staley That's what did. I'm saying. Is it wasn't the, it, back then we had a different mentality. Yeah. He was passing hardly more than zero was almost like, what's going on yeah. here? 
right? But he was trying to say, that's an interest. Mackenzie, can you see, not to bring back PTSD for you, but. No, I want the truth to be out there. Yeah, can you. <laughs> can, yeah, open up your third eye. And, and once it went 28, what was it, 28.3? Yes. That was less than 27. Wow. Um, is What was the run uh, until it got, let's say until it was um, within one score. So go from there to one score, give me the play count, runs, passes. All right, cool. Um, a couple of things. Scott can attest to this. About 10 minutes before the show, AJ's been, he's sitting in a, like a director's chair, kind of slouched, and his head was hanging. And then, kind of like, remember Rocky II when Mickey was in the hospital? Mm hmm. And it was, what are we waiting for? But he was sitting there kind of like the life was out of him yeah. when he weren't training. That's kind of how AJ seemed to me from, you know. And that is an excellent you like analogy. That? <laughs> you see it, Like, don't I don't want to be here, but I've, as a good friend and mentor. And so was, he, was, he, was he reading a story? I mean, too? I need to. We can just be realistic here. When I got a text saying, let's do the show a little different today. <laughs> do you think I was happy about that? Like, you should be for the audience. I was already thinking. Lay it bare, baby. I was already thinking, well, I'm going to have to eat my shit on Wednesday. But no, now I have to eat shit on Monday. Yeah, because we don't want to overdo it. And Wednesday. Some people I'm, don't listen to the I'm gonna show. Cut to, I'm going to cut to the chase. I don't know if we're going to blame the quarterback, Herbs. Oh, yes. But the bottom line is, when you're minus five in turnovers, and I, I would, well, I, got I to, have I, not, I, I did the math. I have not checked. I did I the would, math. I, would, I, I can give it to you right. I now. would predict that RJ has already researched this and tweeted it. Yes, because, I did, and I haven't tweeted in a while. This has brought me out of retirement. Yes, if, if if you're minus five in turnovers, you lose unless you're way better than your opponent. I'm sure. It's ninety six point one percent. Ninety six is that against the spreaders? That straight, straight up. up. So straight up, That's you win. Disgusting. You win ninety six point, <laughs> and I don't even think that was five. I think you. I I I, I think it's. Four or more. It's four or more. Oh, this so was you five. did see, Yeah, yeah, there this it is. I did see so, it. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> so they were plus five in turnover, Mark. Now, what's interesting, Staley after the game said they were plus four. So was he, he doesn't know? No, I, was, I don't know. I think, you know, it's, you lose track. Yeah, or know. or is it he was trying to make it less egregious? Mm, that's a that's a good point. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna mean, go he was on. Blatantly lying. So there's the 30 times that a team won <laughs> with with a minus four worst turnover margin. I'm gonna go bold prediction. All right, so that's from 25 of the 30 will be a f minus four. <laughs> 25 of the 30. So here's what we'll say: <clears throat> four more 730 winners, 30 losers. Which I actually thought was accurate because the five should there be some fours, some fives, and some sixes. But I really think almost all the wins were minus fours. I think once you get to minus six, you don't win. I agree with that actually. Now I'm recalling just right now. Okay, um, the, here's what's really interesting. If you lose down, if you think about it, let's reverse this and forget the turnovers and think about the lead. They had a 27 point lead. All right, that was the high lead. Now how do you lose a lead like that, Faz? You probably throw pick sixes. Right? Block punts. Block, yeah, things like that. Yeah, definitely. I would say definitely a special team score. Uh -huh. And kicks. definitely you turn the ball over. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Forget about not, I'm not How saying, else could you come yeah, back? Yeah, I'm not in saying scoring on a turnover, but you turn the ball over and there's probably multiple. a special team score. Yeah, multiple yeah. turnovers. This is amazing. So they were up 27. All right, so team since 2000, okay, because that's as far back as we had the biggest lead, right? Um, when you have a lead from 25 to 29. So I figure let's go two points one way, two points the yep. other. It's going to even out, and it gives us some volume, right? The record is 434 and four. 
Teams that are up by 27 at any point in the game are 434 and four. Okay. And that is the tw- the 28 three is one of those because right the five the 25 point lead. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It would be. Yeah. yeah it would yeah. be. So yeah. So this is what's amazing. They did it in the same game. How could you be up 5-0 in turnovers and up 27 and give that lead up, which means you gave it up while receiving turnovers or at minimum being neutral? You parlayed a 99-percenter or a 1-percenter with a 4-percenter and it well, hit. They're well, they're massively correlated. Yeah. No, they're, no they're, that's not true. They're massively correlated. Well, I disagree. Think about it. So explain. Oh, oh, yeah, it's oh, inverse. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, never mind. No, never no, but mind. what you're, you're saying, right, your you instinct was exactly right. This is a huge effect against... Because the Jags only way you here. get back in is be plus four in turnovers. Yeah. Now, now, if you're plus four in turnovers and you're down 25 to 29, yeah. okay. Maybe. But how can you do it and, and both those be true at the same time? Yeah. It's almost impossible. You know, and, and watching the game, it didn't feel like that the Chargers did any one play or any one thing that was just egregiously bad. It was just like a, like death by – it was kind of like the Super Bowl. It was like death by cut after cut after cut. Like like non-optimal play. It's almost like like a chess player, all right? is like a chess grandmaster's up a rook. The game's over. He's up a rook, all right? How does he lose? Well, he could make one horrific blunder, or he could just make, you know, Mm. inaccuracy, you know, mistake, inaccuracy, mistake, and slowly the other team, the the other player's getting close. Don't you lose? Then you start getting nervous. Then all of a sudden, whoa, this end game, I'm not sure this is a win anymore. And then then he just blows it. Yes. Now... The two-point conversion is interesting. Mackenzie, you had that popped up there. What was the win percentage before and after? And they were 14% before. Now, let's keep in mind, 50-50 to make the two. So, you know, they make it, and it goes up to 22. So you were saying you thought it was over when they had a 22% chance to win. Well, and Mackenzie, what was the – can you pull up the percentage? Because right before that drive, Jacksonville missed a – or the the Chargers missed a 40-yard field goal. Oh, man. And I was Looked like, it, it, it would have put them up. They were lined up. You want to know? Dick it would have put kicker. it would have put them up thirteen. Had they made that kick, I wonder what like or when they missed that kick, well, what did Jacksonville's I, first odds of all, go? To? Let's forget if they missed. No, no, I want to know. They're only up get, ten, so that kick was not as like they certainly. Yeah, but it means yeah. if you get one more kick, you're yeah, you're, you're pretty because yeah. now they got to score two touchdowns and two. You know, that's they need two touchdowns, but then they take they do take the lead. You're only up ten. The Chargers. It went from ninety five percent Chargers win to miss a field goal ninety percent. Okay, so they were still ninety. It's crazy that these, the, like, the, as someone who a had a Chargers ticket and b didn't want to have this conversation, <laughs> how devastating those two plays were—that missed field goal really and the two-point conversion. The, the numbers are saying not so much. I know that's what I'm saying, it, but it felt like that to me. Like you know, was I this, gotta say, yeah, this kicking of field goals up ten, uh-huh. it's like the, never kick a field goal up three or up ten. It's it never tried it to get up. It matters how many possessions it you got. does, but like in the fourth quarter, like my pet peeve is if I'm a coach, if I'm and I'm, ten is similar to three, it's not the same. But if I'm up three, I'm never kicking a field goal. I hate going up. I hated it too, and it was fourth and three. And I hate going up thirteen. It was fourth and three. It felt like a, a spot where they could, they should have gone for it. I agree, but it was fourth and three from the Jacksonville twenty two yard line. Yeah. 
That does feel like a time to go for it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah because because it, you're up ten at that point. Because yep. I don't like going for it way on the other, you know, there or our side of the field because you can open the door up here. I'm up now. I'm up eleven. Yeah. All right. Now we Getting can talk. 14, yeah. Now we're up the big fourteen. And how much time was left at that point? There were six minutes, or no, eight minutes, forty-seven seconds left. Yeah. See, there's not enough time to worry worry about getting another field goal. Boy, stay. So the most aggressive guy. In the history of football, he's not aggressive. This he got year. neutered. That's what was. He, the he guy won. who was the most aggressive the guy, yeah, and well, now he's changed. He's got jelly in the belly. He's real scared. I think he had a meeting with Spanos that just they basically. He's, I think they told him, "You want to stay the coach? You can't do this no more." So there was an incomplete pass on the third and three from the twenty-two yard line. There was also holding called on that play that was declined to bring up. The Idiots, go three. for so, it. So that's interesting. Once so, they declined that penalty, you you, you they were they, the were, gift. they were taunting them to go for it. Exactly. You know, you you know I can't believe they didn't take that. You know what's stupid about that? Well, you, you don't had, want to give them now a third uh, redo it third down and give but, them a but, chance. But, but let me let me say why this. But they're is, almost out of field goal range. This is why you have to no, take. This is why twenty two yard line. You push them back to the thirty. Scott, I can prove. Yeah, I can prove. You, I can prove to you. Not out of range. I can prove to you why you take the penalty. If you had third and thirteen, you're up ten. Okay, you got third and thirteen, and now you're on the thirty two. Okay, and I'm gonna give you an option. You can on third down. I'll get you. You can you can get eight yards. You get eight yards. We'll make it nine. Right. You can you have nine yards. You want you want that play, or you want to roll the dice and, and run your play? I'll get, or you can say for certain you're going to gain nine yards. So I'm going to be in the fourth and three situation anyway. Yeah, that's what he's trying yeah. to yeah. say. So, yeah, so I'm yeah, saying you yeah. need a favorable but play. But in general, you're excited at that point. I, got if this. I get eight yards, I'm like, that was a successful. If I got ten, that was a very successful. Yeah. I would take eight. I'd say yeah, eight. I, I feel like if I get eight or nine on that play, I'm going for it on fourth Exactly. Down. So so that's why he's saying you, you're keeping them one. If you're the team, or Jacksonville in this case, that didn't allow, that declined the penalty, you're kind of putting them in the spot they'd be in after a good play if yeah. you did. So now there's a chance they could score a touchdown, but there's a chance they could be a strip sack too. So These, these coaches screw up also. Like they'd much rather the team, like if it's second and 10 and there's holding and there's an incomplete pass, they decline and they say now it's third and 10. Mm-hmm. You should always take the holding call. The second and 20 because think yeah, about it, if you're, you're second right. and twenty, you're, you're thrilled your to get ten yards. But but on offense, you can give me ten yards on, on second and twenty. I'm thrilled. That's a very successful play, especially in a too high zone world that gives up a lot of seven yarders, but doesn't you know? Um, Mackenzie, you got something up about the field goal. Uh, translate. Yeah, Ben Baldwin's bot had it actually as a field goal attempt, being slightly um, more advantageous to the Chargers would have been ninety six percent. If you take the field goal attempt, 94% if you go for it. But all in the 90s with Herbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he might – I tell you this, sometimes these things – you remember when Vanderjack from the Colts missed those yeah. field goals against the Steelers? I don't think he ever played again. That's the idiot kicker that got liquored up, right? That's what Peyton Manning said about him. He said that, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was mad event. He was in town last year. I met him. Oh, is that was he drinking? Was he, he was hanging up? out at Circa. Was he drinking? Yeah, he, if he was at Circa, he was drinking. <laughs> we were talking about doing a Super Bowl thing where he would kick it from the garage Mahal to Stadium Swim, like kick a ball. Into the pool? Yeah, or something like that. He yeah. said, just give me a K. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm just Fun, Funny until a spectator gets a broken nose like Marsha Brady. <laughs> well, that was, yeah, that was tough. She she always was insecure after. <laughs> I can't believe they say a field goal was the better thing there, Fats. I can't either. Uh, just, what's interesting perfect. is if they're both if the if he goes for it and it's successful, the winning percentage is the same as making the field goal. 
That makes no sense. Because because here's the thing: there's a well, you're, you're there's more clock. Yeah, exactly. But the, you still have a chance. To, I mean, let's be honest: your odds of making a touchdown there are less than fifty percent. Yeah, but right? you're running two more minutes off the clock. Well, yes, that's interesting. And again, the late games is where these bots have the most problems. Yeah, he has yeah. a note here: use with extreme caution the final minutes of the game. The model's not as good. There we yeah. go. Except we're all everyone's acting like this is the science. Trust yeah. the science. Gospel. Yeah. yeah. Um, How many ESPNs less than one percent? chance of winning wind up winning i mean too well, many remember, too many remember this is all about databases in which passing wasn't near as good yes. as it is now you've got so. to go back two years not 20 but then you don't have enough volume because yeah. they have to do it from every position on the field at, at, with every timeout scenario i yes. mean think about this it's a complicated thing it is there's some serious math people that's done this work um the the, the bottom line in this game minus five of turnovers i i I went ahead, even though it was like basically on the spread. I upgrade Jacksonville point. I lowered the Chargers a point. I thought you cannot be wow. minus five in turnover. How? Because you're minus five in turnover. The statistically, the average is six. The average is you win the game by sixteen points on average when you're plus five. Statistically, you know the Jacksonville wins everything. Now I get it; they were down twenty plus. But I mean, the reason the Chargers built that big lead was all the turnovers. Here's my thought. The question I wanted to ask you guys: in the first half, being on the other side of this, how did you guys feel? Oh, I was cursing out Trevor Lawrence. I said, this, this guy's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I never, whenever, it's funny, whenever I'm up or down big, I always assume it's going to stay, you know? Kind of like the James Conn and the Gambler. Yeah. <laughs> when he bets 15 dimes on three. I mean, but I listen, They're I don't see. Brown, <laughs> the biggest cocksuckers on the East Coast. Is that what he said, cocksuckers? <laughs> is that how he handicapped? <laughs> it, um, uh, this is 1974, <laughs> The Gambler, great movie. Fez loves it. Um, Mackenzie, I saw some stat. Oh, was, is this? This can't be right. Is this right? It is. Jesus. All right. So Atlanta Falcons, when they were twenty-eight three, until twenty-eight twenty. I'm just gonna do some math. That's seventeen points. Okay. They ran seven plays, <laughs> and they had half as many as you had in the whole second half with yeah. the Chargers. Four passes, three runs. How can you blame Shanahan for that? Yeah. Because he's the hot name, and he just got the coach Boy, coaching job with San Francisco, and it's like, hey, are you pa- let's blame are you him. are you are you panting right now as you say it? It's like the <laughs> truth has been like underneath the surface, you know. Yeah, well, I think there's a lot. Keep it down. Keep it <laughs> down. That's what the weekends are for. <laughs> That's you know, <laughs> get a girlfriend if you need it. Uh, well, that was my point. If Shanahan caught that much heat for this, what yeah. Staley did is. But Much more egregious. Is Staley calling the offense? No. So how do you blame him? The head coach. Mm-hmm. They, now, Lombardi, Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, used to be with the Patriots, was with the Browns, uh, et cetera, Raiders, 49ers. He, um, he, he always talks about how Belichick will let the OC call the offense, but every once in a while he'll say, stick a run in here, all right? Stick a run in here. That's a great little uh, utterance because it's like saying we can't forget to run. All right. And this is something I think this game and I think the Chargers in general should be a study in the offseason. And Mackenzie, if you can, will you throw up? Oh, yeah. Lombardi. Now, this is Joe Lombardi. Now, no relation is out. I think that's almost for sure. Um, That's my prediction. Uh, Do me a favor. Um. Get me the line of scrimmage stats, and you can give me last week's if you want, when they're summed for all teams. Yes, and, one sec. and this was an example where the Chargers were like 17th or 18th from the line of scrimmage, 
And then something that Lombardi has said years ago that I always thought of. He goes, in the playoffs, third and one and third and two, are you got to look at the whole season. How good are they? Third and one, third and two on offense and defense. Because there's so many times if you get that first, it changes the whole game in these tight games. And if you don't, it changes the whole game. And there's something about the lack of toughness. And again, I get it's a different age. And I'm no old school. I mean, I'm old school, I think, today. But, but I'm I, listen, if you want to think of old school, like my dad and his friends, were, forget that. I'm not. So, I mean, it's been a lot of change in a short period of time. They don't, there's, when he's at, after the game saying, we love each other, we're a family, and the family's fine, but to love each other, and it just came off. Now, I could hear Tomlin saying it, and I guess I'd have no problem with it, because he'd say it in a deeper voice. But Tomlin has skins on the wall. Yeah, he does. I, that's a big difference. Like, this is a guy who, yeah, we've been so saying does. he should have already been to the playoffs, and he, he gets, Always making excuses. He gets there, and he fails, and it's like, well... It's it's there's more important things than this game is what it felt like to me and I don't like that. Huh. Well, apparently uh, Kingsbury, you know, who's getting uh, rumored to be an OC, maybe go down to Alabama, maybe the Patriots. He said, "I'm going to Thailand," and he bought a one way ticket. Yeah, it respectfully declined all offers that had been sent to him. But what I'm saying is that's kind of what you're saying you don't like, right? Is the idea that hey, Belichick got fired from the Browns. He didn't go to Tahiti. No. Right? And, I mean, it does feel like that era. For the, Now, again, in a way, I really don't like Sean McVay, at least my first thought, I guess first five years, because the boy genius thing bothered me. But I kind of am starting to like – I hate the way he's equivocating – or not equivocating. He's um, oscillating about – Whether he's going to work or yeah, not. Yeah, but now he's he, – what did he take? A, what, a week? And now he's decided. He says he's back. Apparently, it's multi-years, the assumption – this is a rebuild. It might have just been posturing. Who knows? Yeah, know? they just redid the contract. Yeah, that's true. I think. I mean, the thing is, they're offering. I mean, that Herb Street, not not Herb's. Herb Street was horrible by all accounts on Thursday night. Did mm -hmm. you like it? Uh, I think he's very pedestrian, and he knows college better. What do you think, Scott? I think he's a college announcer. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine you get. I mean, listen, Amazon sparing no expense. Mm -hmm. By all accounts, he would get more money to do Thursday night football than coach mm. by some amount, right? So, but here's what I didn't know about him: John McVay is a famous old coach that coached, if I'm not mistaken, at USC. Look up. Uh, that's the grandfather mm -hmm. of Sean. Yeah. Look up where he coached and everything. He was a legendary. In fact, he coached at Tampa Bay, if I remember. Wasn't he the 0 26 coach? Their I first think coach? so. Yeah. I think so. But remember, they were in the NFC Championship game in 79. That, that they beat the, or the Rams beat them to play the Steelers. Vince Ferragamo beat Tampa Bay that year. Hmm. So then now that's fascinating. Um, what, what's his pedigree? You want to just run down the big names? Uh, he coached for three years in the NFL as the head coach of the New York Giants. Before that, he was with Dayton um, as a head coach and assistant with Michigan State. Oh. So who am I thinking of, the, the McVay that was the Bucks coach? And they, they say this this dude is Sean McVay's... Grand, grandfather. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's interesting. So it wasn't... Can you look that up? Just look at Tampa Bay's coach in like 76. Yeah. John McKay. McKay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, lucky we looked it up. But still, I mean, what I... What he's I, probably most famous for his work with the 49ers as the VP during the Super Bowl This era. dude. Yeah. John yeah, McVay. all right, that's it. Because here's the story, actually, that um, 
that I found to be fat. And again, it's so funny. Bill Walsh has taken on such a iconic status, you know, because he was so good. And he was his career was kind of short with San Fran. He wasn't there that long. We remember Seifert, you know, he left and Seifert took over. Then he went to the uh, Stanford. Um, but they say that he was like the right-hand man. Now I remember this story more. He was the right-hand man of... Uh, uh, at the 49ers under Walsh, this, uh, you know, his grandfather mm -hmm. and uh, Lombardi was talking about how he was at his office like about five years ago in, I guess it was still in San Francisco. And um, he only had one picture on the wall and it was him and Bill Walsh, like with their arms around each other and Bill Walsh signed it. And apparently they had a nickname for him, like, mm. like the answer man or, or like something, the fixer, like some cool, like this guy gets the shit done. <laughs> and, and it was written to, he goes to the only, like whatever the name was fixer. I know comma, you know, Bill Walsh. Mm. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, that's cool. And it, McVeigh's grown up around that and now he's sticking this out. I'm kind of come around on him a little bit. What do you guys, I mean, any... I've always been a fan. Look, the, the guy, you, people don't realize he's still incredibly young. Yeah, he's right? like, like 36 or something. Yeah, he's just because he's been coaching for a couple of years, we don't realize he's still, he's not even 40 years old yet. Uh, but I, look, his recall's incredible. He's, his post-game press conferences are just tremendous because he literally can identify plays from five years ago and knows exactly what happened in each situation. Uh, but I've, I've always been a, a, a McVay fan. All right, that's interesting. All right. So we got oh, just to finish that one story though, and this is 30 seconds, is AJ was crouched down like <laughs> Mickey, and then he lifts his head up and he goes, I hate <laughs> Staley. He goes, but like he said it like out with no contact. That's not true. <laughs> what was the contact? You, we you guys were talking about yeah, Brandon we were, Staley. I know, but you were silent like for four minutes. Did you have the Chargers to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, you did with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm still alive with Cincy. Hmm. What am I getting? 28 to 1? Something like that. Oh, that was sweet. Um, though, who knows at this point? But his line still is low. But Scott, true or false, he was silent for multiple minutes. You could have played a pop song in the time of his silence. And then with no contacts, with, in the middle of someone else's sentence, he, he pretty much spits that out. He was triggered by <laughs> something that somebody said. <laughs> It was Chargers. He, he was triggered by it was a Chargers related comment that triggered him. I, it was, somebody said something bad about Brandon Staley, and I wanted to pile on it because <laughs> I hate him. There was an expletive thrown in there too. All right, closing thoughts. I have none. Uh, I, what I will let's say, continue to Wednesday then. Okay, I, <laughs> I do have a closing thought. I fully believe when you have a roster like the Chargers have. It's dumb to waste it on a coach that you you don't know if he's worth a shit. And I think at this point, at best, you could say, I don't know if he's any good. No, that's fair. And the Giants dumping their deadweight Joe Judge and saying, we got to be able to find an upgrade over this and hitting on Brian Dayball. You, if, you, when you have this kind of a roster, you can't waste it with a bad coach. So you rest up because we're going to talk bills and you got some answering to do okay. there. So AJ just gave a really sage piece of advice that I don't utilize enough. Uh -huh. Jettisoning a terrible coach and replacing him with a competent one 
Or even a random one picked amongst supposedly competent people. Yes, yeah, so one you, you feel the is dice competent. Again. So their Urban Meyer idea mm-hmm. that like it is rarely wrong to bet that team over when you get rid of like a terrible coach and bring in anybody else because you, you know you look at all the stats like oh this team's not very good you know and like well the reason they're not very good is because they've had garbage coaching them and so the improvement is typically is greater than expected. Allow me to pose a counterpoint. Is it possible? What percentage of Staley, the disdain for Staley in the public at large, do you think stems from his decisions on fourth down last year, not this year? 90%. Thus, if the disdain is being driven by, let's be honest, 10 years from now, best practices is going to be a lot more Staley. Everyone's going to be doing it. Yeah. So in a way, he's a forward thinker. You're almost like the guy to say, Tesla, get out of here. We don't want those patents. Well, Bring like, in Thomas Edison. Yeah, he's like Galileo. He gets burned at the stake. Or I don't know if that happened yeah, to Galileo, yeah. but all those astronomers. Was. That, like, like, they, 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 <laughs> hey, if the, earth, if the earth isn't the center of the universe, you're, you're in deep trouble, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you better hope you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Copernicus? <laughs> so, so, anyway, so what I'm saying is you're kind of like, what is the argument against him other than than that. I think that if you're going to have this forward thinking and your players, you know, don't believe in it, then they don't believe in you. So as it's a too coach. early then. Yes, it's it's not that your decisions are wrong, uh-huh. but if your if your players perceive your decisions uh-huh. to be wrong, yeah, then the locker so room like, divides. Okay. And this is also the rare opportunity because Sean Payton is out there. They're not paying Sean Payton. I know Scott thinks otherwise. That family doesn't. When's the last time they paid for a, a coach? Where it was a top ten paid coach. Aren't they right. making lots of money from the stadium? I don't know what the deal is. No, they is. don't know. Remember the Chargers rent. They're, they're, they're just renting. Yeah, yeah they okay. have no All ownership. Right. So I mean, they're doing fine, yeah. but apparently that's what they're living off of. I don't know. I don't know. But in the thing you said, it reminds me of the Big Short, the movie, and I read the book, but the movie in which he says he goes, "I'm just early. I'm just early." He goes, "That means you're wrong." <laughs> yes. And in a way, maybe that's what this is. Is Staley is in a lab or in his little spreadsheet with his sanitaries on at night, and this is the real world, and thus maybe these guys like McCarthy have a place. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they have a place. Maybe this is all swinging back around. Because I would make the following case. Dayball is not a new age coach. He's got new age ideas in some ways. He's very modern. Uh, Like he's not like backwards at all. But he has that grittiness. He had, and he was under Belichick. Still doesn't mind being hyper aggressive, though. He at was, times. He, yeah, he was under. Well, Belichick's the one that started yeah. this whole revolution. Mm-hmm. He he was under Belichick. He was he, under Saban. Under Saban. I mean, that you can't do better than that. Well, so was Joe Judge. So I don't know. But uh, is is to me, except for, who amongst these new age coaches, except McVay, and I would say Shanahan's not a new age coach. His dad is pedigreed, Uncle Mike, as we call him. And he was a little bit older. I mean, he's almost 40. What is he, 40? Yeah, 42 maybe. Yeah, he's not a – I mean, he's young, but he's not like – he's not, you know, he's not a young buck. And I guess my point is who amongst the young bucks – because it looks like the the Miami coach, is there's, there's some stink on him a little bit now. It was a close game, but, man, they weren't running the ball effectively. Well, it's a bad clock management. Yeah. yeah. And it also would make the point that the receivers – didn't seem into the, it didn't seem like they believed they could win early in the game and it took and and maybe if they did it would have been a different game they might have played different that seems Still, like a coach issue uh, you uh, you're 14 point dog with your third string quarterback and your and it's the playoffs dude you're going to try well, yeah i thought they tried there was thought, there was 
two or three egregious drops early in that game. Well, Waddle got hurt. You know, that's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Waddle got, got quote unquote hurt when he missed a ball. When he missed a ball, and then that, came oh, back. My and then yeah. he came back in the next drive yeah. after like acting like he got shot when he missed the yeah, ball. See, yeah. Yeah, this I mean, is the reason why I dropped the ball because my arm hurts. So, 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 Steve, you are always the one to say that if they have to return a letter in the mail, that it's going to screw them up for the game. Yeah. And 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 now we're saying it makes. But I guess this is more you being consistent. You think these guys are so fragile that hey, we're a fourteen point underdog. So what's the point? It's like. Haven't we seen again and again with Pitt? Remember, Pittsburgh had a 5% chance last year mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. And I, I think these guys just play hard. I think Miami played hard. They left. They, but you they did, left so them. what you're saying is you didn't see early in the game before the score validated their chance. That early in the game, you didn't see the receivers not playing with the tenacity they do if it was a Monday night game in their league. I, I, it might be too much tenacity. Why were they dropping all these balls they caught all year long? I don't know. Because they— Were they nervous? Were they no, thinking I don't this think, a big game? What was going on? I'm thinking, I mean, they all dropped. A, Gusecki dropped maybe, one. Maybe it's a um, lack of concentration because their mind one? wasn't in the game. Yeah, I don't Dropping know. passes isn't a sign of them being a ship A-OK ready Maybe to it's play. a team from Miami playing in 35 degrees. That doesn't Except help. they just played there three weeks I ago. I know, but, it, but it's— you've but, I mean, it is a point. Scott, it's you not agree with me, right? Yeah. That they're good. So, yeah. does it bother you that, that – what do you think, AJ? It feels like the – I'm saying just 10, 20 percent. I, yeah, I, I think that they could have given better effort early on. And then once the once Josh Allen started giving them the ball, suddenly they're revitalized. And plus, when you're compa- if you once you get competitive – It looked like the defense was trying their all and their, their interceptions and acrobatic and the way they were defending Josh right. Allen at the end of the half, down 14. Well, remember the uh, – yeah, we're, I'm not saying every yeah. player. Yeah. I'm saying we have prima donna wide receivers. That's certainly true. Right. That we're banged up. I guess. Everyone's banged up this time of year, right? I mean, um, that's what they say. I've yeah. never played the NFL. I would think I'd be banged After up. After all those car but crashes. Get, but yeah. you're right. You get the diva wide receiver that's semi-banged up but is frustrated about the situation. Mm-hmm. They want the ball. They're not getting the ball. But then when the one time it comes to them, they don't make the play. Well, it hits you in the throat. Yeah. Catch the damn ball. Yeah. Exactly. But then they'll argue, oh, I got to get into a rhythm. Isn't that a head coach's job to get that to yes. be yeah. ready to play? Yes. Yes. Uh, so, again, I think we got a lot of uh, – there's a concept. There's a great book called The E-Myth, right? The E-Myth. I actually bought a couple copies for the office, Faz. You can borrow one. I see you're writing it down. E-Myth. E-Myth. And what it's about is the entrepreneurial myth, not E mm. as in the internet. And it was written like in 95, right, before the internet got big. the internet begin with an I? Um, E-Myth? Electronic email. Yeah, but you, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, whenever I hear, I mean, think about all the E-Trade. eBay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Fe- oh, Fez. He, no, Fez is old school. Oh, he, he's old. <laughs> Doesn't internet start with an I? That's pretty good. That's a good imitation. <laughs> that sounds like a guy's drinking moonshine. Internet? I never would have thought. <laughs> You mean I can get all the way from from England to here? <laughs> I've been spelling it wrong this whole time. I can drive time. from England. <laughs> oh, that's that reminds me is you know my grandfather he passed away a few years ago, but I mean this was probably 2010, and I was showing him you could listen to any radio station in the country. Mm-hmm. It was like you know with a tune in or whatever mm-hmm. on an app, and he could not believe. It. I go, <laughs> let's tune in to let's say uh, Stockholm, California. He goes, no way you could do that. You know, if we did it like for an hour. 
That's fun in a way. Yeah. That's fun in a way. You're going to be like that one day, AJ, with some new technology. Probably. People don't know this. That's the beauty like, of having kids, though. They kind of push you, you to up keep on up on it. But like in the, in the 70s, I would stay up late at night and I would like see, like, could I pick up the, the game from Detroit, you know, the game from Cleveland, you know, Chicago. Did you listen to Wolfman Jack on the overnight? So, no. But, I, but, but, you know, on the AM <laughs> from Mexico? stations, you know, you could, you could say, and every now and then, you know, you'd pick, you'd, you'd pick up Pittsburgh, you know, you'd pick up from, 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 from Dayton. From Dayton, yeah. It was. It was fun. How far are you from Toledo? I don't know the west side of the state too well. Uh, it's about three hours right up Interstate 75. It's wild what? you say that. What? Like, how far are you from De- – like, Texas is, like, massive compared to almost any state, and, I like, I know where everything is in Texas. But here's the thing. I didn't drive around the state in an eating contest of barbecue uh, once out. <laughs> you were eating probably that – Shitty chili on spaghetti. Toledo is largely regarded by everybody in Ohio as the worst of the of the top seven largest cities in Ohio. Nobody disputes that. Maybe Youngstown, I would think. But, well, but first Toledo, of all, Youngstown people love Youngstown. Yes, but like, to, more than any town you probably have ever. But seen, Toledo people, York, I agree. And Toledo people do not love Toledo. Toledo, they call it the glass bowl. There's no glass in that stadium. I don't get it. <laughs> all right. So, but here's what's interesting. We've been talking about old books or whatever, and. And, you know, gambling. There's an entire book I bought that's 250 pages about gambling in Toledo. That, I mean, it's like all the joints. As my grandfather used to call them joints, which was like a place you could go gamble. Yeah. He goes, "Yeah, you used to, you kind of type to hang out in those joints." He never, you know, he never drank. He never, you know. Uh, but uh, Toledo having a book about its gambling in the in the 50s and 60s and 70s is crazy. Even as late as the 80s, Joe Lupo was running the Stardust, and he refused to book Mac action for more than a thousand dollars. He says, "Nope." Just too, not too much risk. Too much risk. Too much going on in that part of the country. Well, let, yeah, too much. Going. But let's think about it. Toledo had one of the most known gambling scandals. What was that guy? Scooter McDougal or something? Yeah. I think is the name. Allegedly. I don't know. All right. A lot of good stuff. This game itself. And, and let me ask seriously, then we'll put a wrap on it. This has to be something about Herbert. Because Joe Burrow came in the most losing program. Uh, professional franchise as any. I mean, the lines are right there. Mackenzie took all the Charger stuff down and was putting it back on the board, and he just put it right back. He's like, <laughs> all right, we're, we're down in the last two minutes till Wednesday. And I'm going to listen to this and see, did AJ respond fairly? You know, we'll drill in. There has to be something with Herbert. He didn't win a thing in college. Did he even win in high school? No. Remember, I told you he broke his leg in high school. And oh, like it- excuses. <laughs> I mean, it's like this feels like it seems like you love these toolsy players that got. I do. I don't want to say no heart, but no heart. Well, if you don't think he's got no heart, I, like, oh, I totally disagree with that. I'm joking. I don't know. But it doesn't seem like he wants to win. He's not cutting off his pinky to win. Okay. I, see, I disagree. I, I, you think he's ready to cut off his pinky? Well, I mean, I don't think anybody is. Ronnie Lott. I don't think any players today are willing to do that. He's not breaking laptops like Brady is. Yeah, why isn't he punching people on the sideline? I don't know. I don't know. But if that's he seems to be taking it very calm and cool. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think he, like his image is calm and cool, but I don't know if that's like I don't know if he's. Did I'm he certain he's not did, happy did about he seem, this? Did he? Seem, I'm certain he's not happy. If we, we just had the camera, they probably had the camera on. Again. Well, they were just talking about what his comments are probably the end of Joe Lombardi. And, and what were they? They were the very charges. soft, probably right. I, I guess but you so. didn't I, say I hate Joe Lombardi. You said I hate 
Stay. Right, Joe Lombardi's not making those game day decisions. You, you know, there's something wrong where the like the the star like like slams his helmet in the ground, gets penalized, key penalty, That's bad coach, and the coach picks up the helmet and says, "Oh, here, here, you're you, right. here you go. Oh, right. you know, try to be better. You know, do the best you can. Hey, it's almost like I want a coach that's going to chew that guy out. Yeah, and sit his it's ass like on the bench. sit your ass down, Bosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we, you'll play this last series. We know you're frustrated. Just try to relax. We'll have cookies and ice cream. Nick after. Saban's yelling at guys when they're up 35 points, and he's yelling at his players. Yeah. Well, a lot of people think that's that's anachronistic. That's that's out of time. That's out of touch now. Even football is like. I that. think in college you can do it. Well, I think you can do it in the pros too if you're Belichick. Belichick, you think Belichick's not I, young? I just I just like it when they point to their head. Think. All right, think. this is what it, um, MZQ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget what does Q stand for. Question. Oh, do a space after MZ, please. All right. <laughs> or an underscore. I will. All right. So this is the quote. Everyone would be lucky to have a coach like Staley. Mm. Now, what was this when he was hired? No, this is today, this was right after the game. Oh yes, he's coming down hard. <laughs> Listen, if any quarterback were, uh, that's not named Tom Brady publicly shit on their coach after losing, but you don't have to give. You'd a, be a diva now. Like, so you've got an option: you're either soft or you're a diva. Like, right, but this not, feels, not one quote about his football acumen. All right, but here's the question. Here's the question: Is if he if 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 Herbert had a son that we didn't know about, and Staley had him held hostage, would this quote, would this quote be any more it looks favorable? Looks like it'd be about right. Right. He says everyone would be lucky to have a coach like Staley. He's an incredible. He's been an incredible leader and has the respect of everyone on our team. He's genuine. He's himself. And has been the same person for the past two years. That's bullshit. He's not the same person. He he calls the game like a pussy this year versus last year. Which makes Herbert even more disingenuous. I agree with that. That's a horrendous quote. He's not the same at all. Okay. Downgrade. I, I finally converted. Downgrade. I finally converted. We downgrade yes. the Chargers a point. We upgrade Jacksonville a point. <laughs> you five zero turnover, and you. Um, well, he'll get fired for sure. Now. And you still win. Bingo. Bongo. Done deal. Next game. Oh, I'm winning. Everyone's turning against Herbs. What? Oh, can we get the sound for Wednesday, Scott? When he it was on SOVAM, when he after that game, what was the game? It was one game they won like his three point favorites on the road. It was the Dolphins game. Oh yes, and it was goes, after after everyone had been saying two was better yeah, than Justin goes, Herbert. He goes, all questions have been answered. He's like screaming. Like, la- oh, because last you week, and, you, and he was he was like. Herbert was bad. Like last bad? week when I when you you were talking about Justin Herbert having everything handed to him, and I like flat out told you that's not the case for him. You, you said but you one said D one offer. You said all questions have been. Answered. Why are you still acting like he's he's something that you made him out to be that he's not? No, no, you're thinking of my complaint with Trevor Lawrence. No, no, I didn't say it was handed to Herbert. I said he's never really faced adversity. And then I said he Which, broke his leg in high school and got one D one offer. Did he get mono? He got one oh, D one offer. He only got a Pac twelve offer to go play quarterback and go to school for free and get laid the whole time. Okay, well I then, mean that can't uh, be. Well, then every quarterback's. Uh, uh, has it that way, well, right? Some, some are walk-ons. Brady wasn't even a starter half the time. Speaking of Brady. But poor Brady. I mean, he got a, got to go to college at Michigan for free. Speaking what of Brady. Tough, I'm but, sure but he some, never got laid somehow, in Michigan. Here's the thing. So, well, did you see that picture of him at the combine? I'm, let me guess. I'm, I would say he still got laid. You're screaming. I, hey, listen. Oh, go ahead, Fez. And I got uh, Scott's going to read a letter, an email we got <laughs> that, that actually speaks I, to this. I was going to say, speaking of Brady, we're, just, we're taping right after the, um, the debacle that was the Dallas-Tampa yeah, game. Yeah. This was 
was as clean as clean can be. Dallas played very well. Tampa played poorly. I Fred, 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 we're not done with the Chargers. Okay. <laughs> no, last minute on the Chargers. Now, this email hit home to me because mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something about the evocative language <laughs> that made me. Was this written, by the way, Sue from Sioux Falls? I feel like chance? it must have been. I, but actually, this is, you know, this is 100% legit. You got it or you need it? Is that a I'm, wink, I'm pulling wink. them up. Right. Legit. Huh? Is it like 100% legit? No. Wink, wink. It's a tweet. You can go okay. on Twitter. Will you, you think it's burner account from Scott? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's got, I wouldn't put it past he's him. He's got multiple no. burners, but, you know, he'd be bashing fat. No. All right. Mackenzie would go down. All right. So let's do this. I know you want more Chargers talk. But what we're gonna what we're gonna do is take a minute on the Jags, then we'll get a couple of quotes from the uh, audience, and then we'll move on and get, and then we'll talk Bills in a little bit. Jacksonville, you upgraded them one point. I I actually made an audible. Let's look. Let's do after each game. Let's talk about the next week game for that team because that now is the time to talk about. It. So give me some stuff on uh, the line move and stuff on the Jags and what you're thinking early. Kansas City opens nine and a half total fifty two. And All right, so some context, some context. They played in the same venue, right? About what five, six weeks ago, and the line was nine between nine and a half and ten. Mm. All right, remember? Yeah. Uh, I, I had not remembered that. Thank you. All right. So what's interesting, and now this line has come down to eight and a half. So, but it's a good, it's a really good spot for Kansas City. Just. Being off bye. of a bye. Andy exactly. Reid off a bye always. Andy Reid off of a bye. Not as good in the playoffs, but still good. And a one seed off the bye. And yet, so the perception is that Jacksonville obviously is. I think I think Kansas City's been pretty consistent. They haven't been covering, but they just had a really nice game against the Raiders. So I think Kansas City's power ring's been pretty static. But this is saying that the perception is that, that Jacksonville's better than we thought. And I can go along with that. Well, but better than we thought, based upon what since their last matchup. No, yes, yes. Yeah, I agree because Jacksonville's played. You know, they had that two game stretch early, but this it was their by far their best stretch. That Detroit game being the only exception. And their defense, really, the last four games, you can't really blame their defense for giving up those points when your offense turns it over five times. You're going to give up points. You know, yeah. that's and so- if Herbert had just got ten in the second half, they win. <laughs> yes. You got this? I got a bunch of them here. All right. Uh, I I want to focus on the one that talks about the domestic strike. Sure. This one says, I'm a big fan of the NFL roundtable pod from Kurt. RJ can be a little mean, but he's usually right. I'll take it. My daughter cries when AJ gets mad. That is so awesome. (laughs) My daughter cries when AJ gets mad. (laughs) And do we get any sense he's joking? There's no LOL at the end of his sentence. You make children cry. Good. Good. He's such a <laughs> toughen up, kids. My, my power ratings make well, the Herbert games, needs to tough it up. Make the game seven and a half, but I'm a okay with it being higher because of the good situation and bumping a point to a point and a half to make it eight and a half to nine. So you think it's the numbers about right? Yes. I think it's hard to play Jacksonville here. I think it's really hard. I think it's hard not to play the teaser on Kansas City, uh, which you know, means, that's, which kind of tells you here's something that tells you the fact they didn't put it out of teaser range is they're afraid of dog money. Because I mean, why you know that you're going to be getting an inordinate amount of money teased down, right? Yes. Why not put it at nine? Make them go to. Th- that's uh, what I would. That's but they're yeah. afraid of giving people nine. They, and they did open a nine out. They were afraid, and basically they got hit with the with limit bets on Jacksonville early in the week. Yes. Boy, this shows you though, if you're a pro that really had, or if you're in a syndicate, imagine if you're the syndicate, you bet it down from nine and a half to eight and a half, then you bet it on the teaser. Yeah. 
I mean, that's where if you can shape up the market a little Especially bit. Especially you can do it with open spots. Like Kansas City with an open spot and another Kansas City with an open spot and the third Kansas City open spot. Which means you, you fill in the, the teasers later. That's right. Uh, and how long do they stay open? Depends on the book. Some books, like you have to do it within like a week. Other books, you could you could film in preseason next year. And what do you say that if so? The break even on teasers at minus one twenty is what sixty seven? Am I remembering that? I was minus two eighty. You're laying two eighty per leg. Okay. So the break even would be two eighty divided by three eighty. Seventy four percent. Seventy four. Okay. So. 74. Jeez, you got to win three out of four to break even. Yeah. And you're getting six points. Yeah, that's not as easy. I mean, when people when people are teasing totals and all that, it's just tough. You're not you're not positive EV most likely. Because if you are, it's because of the pick, and you should just play the pick. The teaser doesn't is really with the tease, you're buying points, and based on the points they move through, you're either getting a good price or you're not. It's yeah, like buying real estate. You didn't need the teaser with the 49ers. You didn't need the teaser with the Jaguars. Yeah, but you but you could. It's just how many what points are you buying? It's almost like if uh, let's use Monopoly. I'm getting hotels. Well, is it on Boardwalk or is it on Baltic Avenue? Mm-hmm. Now I used to be a slum lord. I loved that right around the go. Oh, I loved that. You just loved that Baltic Avenue, I Atlantic did. Avenue, oh, and I would go Avenue. There. That'd be sixty six. bucks a house. I think it was, and then Park 50. Place and Boardwalk. That was not. That was that was Connecticut pricey. Avenue. I like the yellow three. to green turn. Oh, that's you always in between. Connecticut Avenue with three houses. I hated Illinois. That'll be $300, please. Those red ones right before Boardwalk, I hated that. Illinois Avenue is the most landed on spot on the entire Monopoly board. Now, that makes sense because you're going to get sevens and certain sequence. It's 14 away from from jail Uh and two sevens, and um, there's an advanced Illinois Avenue card. You do know what city Monopoly is based off of, right? Atlantic City. There you go, Atlantic City. Jersey, baby. They blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. All right. Line's right. We'll do a full, you know, or at least first thought, we'll do a full look on Thursday morning release. Let's go to the next game. It was Monday Night Football. It was, Scott, we won't give you as much heat, but you were just playing. We had a heads up. We were best bet against best bet. Mm-hmm. It was over pretty quick. It was almost like that Hearns. When, when Hagler fight. Yeah. No, I, I, no, because because Hearns. Oh, he fought back. <laughs> there, there, yeah. there was a lot of blood on both sides. Uh, if, if, yeah. Bad if, analogy. Yeah, you're right. If Hearns had been medicated or sedated before, it would have been like that. I felt, though, that it, I didn't feel like it was a foregone conclusion until after Brady threw the in, the red zone interception. Uh, the because score was what at that point? It was it was 6 nothing. The Cowboys yeah, missed well, yeah. the extra point. It, was, it, was, it wasn't after, a foregone conclusion. After one yet. score. But... After when the, when the Bucks don't score there and the Cowboys go right down the field and then go up twelve nothing because another missed extra point, I'm like, this is bad. This is bad. I, I got to tell you, looking ahead to this Dallas game against uh, the 49ers, why don't we talk about that right now? I, I could tell you right now, I want to bet prop bets against field goals. Well, that's but I'm saying in a game in a game with a line at three and a half right now, it feels like field goals could matter. Yeah, especially a good deal, and the total is forty six, which seems high. Is that why is it so high? Because this past week there were six games uh, yeah, and yeah. overs went five and one, and the one game, one game that um, what did I, what game didn't go over? The um, Monday night game. The Monday night game landed forty five. 
and it the was total close. was open to 40, forty-four and a half. All right, so you get, a, so you get two pushes pretty much. So you got you got you got yes, but you got juiced on the over. What happened is you paid the tax because the first five games went over the closing number. Mm-hmm. The sixth game went up from forty-five to forty-five and a half, and boom, it lands forty-five. Now the, with the Ravens, most of the money would be winning money would be on the over. You say? Yeah, by 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 Tuesday or Wednesday it was it was down to forty. So let's, by Wednesday it was down to forty. Let's be honest. On Saturday afternoon, Fez, I sent out, and this was at, this was after the first game, which was the 49ers going over. I sent out a, uh, to you guys, we have a little text chain here. I said, hey, I just uncovered something before that game even. It looks like there's some overs that look pretty good this week. And and this was one of them, absolutely. And it, it, it most certainly got there. And there was plenty of offense. So I think like if I But take- there's all kind of stats going around about playoffs and unders. You know, which I think generally are correct, right? You had one, didn't you? The first round and how you know how many unders it's been? Well, I don't have that right in front of me. Oh, no worries. But- I you know, I stand corrected. The over was fortunate to get there is the ninety nine yard fumble recovery. The Bengals oh, only hold on, got hold on, hold on. When you're ready to push it in and get seven, then there's a return for seven. If anything, Burrow with the ball behind is going to be more of a threat than Baltimore. Sure, sure. The the, the 234 yards for the Bengals stands out. That's such a abysmal. Like the 234 yards, should, the Bengals should have scored like 17 points only. All right, so let's take a gander. So, um, maybe less actually, maybe 14. Well, let's do this. We we got that number right because we did uh, in every game but the Monday night game, and Mackenzie mm, put together yeah. a back of the napkin on that for us quickly. Thank you. Um, is, so in that Cincy game, we have the score projected to be, by the stats recalculation, 30 to 24. Wow. Really? Buck should have scored way more. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Mackenzie, explain. Now, the Cincy, with, you're saying 200 and some yards? That that does seem off. Can you can you break, uh, take a minute, and then at the end of the talk, we'll break, when we get to that game, we'll break that down? A lot of it's the 18 points that the Ravens lost on their turnovers will be attributed to with a certain percentage of the Bengals scoring more, more points. Yeah, so if you think about it, Fez, and that does, you know, when you have, I mean, and we in a way, we're accounting for that return, yeah. right? Because you can't ignore turnovers exist. Yes. So, um, but but anyway, let's 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 stay with the, you know, as we are going in reverse order here. No, I guess that is the game we're talking about. I Then we, we did jump to another game, but I, let's go the San Fran, I guess. But let's uh, back up and continue with the Baltimore Sensi. Yeah, so I've I've got a phony final. Uh, Baltimore should have won the game. By right, so since he's been red hot, red hot. So what I mean is it as simple as the offensive line is finally one injury too many. Two things: the defense played poorly. Mm-hmm. I I can't. They were vulnerable to Huntley's running for mm-hmm. for Baltimore. Uh, Dobbins ran well as well, so they got run on. Um, and they, it didn't seem like they were having that much trouble. Protecting Burrow. It wasn't like he's getting snowed under, getting was sacked. He throwing, but was he throwing quick? He was throwing quick. He yes. throws quick anyway. But he was throwing, you know, he was throwing a lot of dink stuff. He was not going down the field, mm-hmm. you know? Here's the thing the more I thought about that game, and I really ended up liking Baltimore at the end. And again, I was on with every pick this. I mean, I don't think I missed one, even my opinions. Uh, I don't know, but I know you were the only one of us who swept our two. Uh, two yeah, I felt bets. like I had a. And good... then you made the Giants a third bet. Yeah, remember and Baltimore said... poured in at yeah. Baltimore money at post. Because here's what I thought: the more I thought about it, the more I think Harbaugh's mm-hmm. a good coach. I don't like him, but he's a good coach, and he didn't do anything schematically in that game week 18. And since he did, 
So to me, it felt like that that the Harbaugh was, if anything, giving them false signals. Mm. It, he was probably purposely giving them stuff that they, you know. And it feels like the off. And another thing is when Harbaugh's been an underdog in the mm. in the playoffs, and 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 with those overs. AJ, you like the Buffalo over because the Bills are going to score a bunch. And I said, oh, well, actually, uh, the coach there is uh, it tends towards unders in the playoff. But Harbaugh, when a dog is over, 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 he tends to open up the game. But in this case, he really didn't. It felt like, what was our nine-minute drive? There was a lot of quarterback runs. Yeah, yeah. so... Hmm. Um, quarterback was healthy. Backup quarterback. We, we, we had concerns he was even going to play, and he looked 100%. How in the world are the Bills five and only five? And it was, what, three and a half Sunday night? Yeah. That is crazy to me. It was two and a half in Cincy Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. I get you downgrade the Bills a half point or maybe even a point. But, but don't you have to downgrade do since I think I think equally. same thing. Yeah. So what's going on here, Fez? Inj- injuries. So the Bengals obviously lost. Uh, but that would make the line go up. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, um, I mean, I, well, if it was two, if it was so 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 we always talk about like home field's worth two, right? Yeah. All right. So, and each half point's worth like seven cents, right? Mm-hmm. So it's twenty eight. I accept that. Twenty eight cents times two, fifty six cent move. Okay. I would say the Bills have a, a slightly. I say the Bills saying two and a half, and the Bengals actually have a good home field too. But we're being conservative. I'll, I'll make it sixty cents. I think in the playoffs you should give more for home field. Okay, I think a little bit. So let's do the sixty cents. So boom, we were at two and a half. No uh-huh. question about that. So now we're going to go to three and a half. Okay, so that's forty cents. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. th- through the three. So we we we've gotten two thirds of the of the line move, and now it should be five. So we should go three more more ticks. Each tick at six cents gets us to. Oh, I thought we said seven, but I, okay. Yeah, yeah. So seven. So we get to sixty cents going from two and a half, two and a half to five is the home field, all things being equal. So the opener was what was wrong, not the... Mm, yeah, but then you add in the Cincy injuries. I like the way I did that. That was good. It was good. You're right. The the, the power of three, you can't forget. And, and kudos. Uh, but man, you got to say that, that they lost two, they've lost two linemen since then, right? Two and a half. So uh, the guard Kappa is questionable. Collins is done so for the year, and now well, Jonas. Dislo- they said dislocated knee day to day. No, Collins is done for the year. Jo- Jonas the Williams oh. is the one that's got the dislocated <laughs> yeah, yeah. kneecap, yeah. and he's doubtful. Oh, but day to day. No, week to week. It's week different. Week. Play yeah. the wheelchair, I guess. <laughs> so that's right. both tackles. Uh, yeah. So what I'm saying is those those guys were. Uh, there was one lineman hurt before the Bills game, right? And that and, was Collins, and now there's been. Two, two linemen hurt with one potentially maybe coming back or not. Yes. I mean, that seems – if you take three-fifths of an offensive line, that's a problem. Yes. I mean, that's pretty Probably much what Tampa gonna, has. Yeah, so we may well look like the the the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah it was, it's well, going to look like the playoffs last year yeah. where the Bengals overcame it. The Bengals' full-season PFF, they're 30th in, in pass blocking as it is. Yeah, but but if you look – if you look, I hear you, and that's a good stat. But if you look at the time since that Cleveland game, they've just been blocking a lot better. No, I agree. And and now it's like they got to start over. Now now in the total, when we we've been talking about the movement uh, money on Buffalo, but the total's dropping is consistent. I would think fifty two down to fifty and a quarter, almost fifty. So All right, now that's interesting. Less, from from when to when? This is from, the, from opener, the open opener. Okay. Yeah. So that tell now here's the thing, a total dropping. Those points have to come from somewhere. Yes. Right. So if the line is going up for the Bills, and the total's dropping. That means that they believe the Bills are even uh, 
I mean, let's think about that. that Fading the Bengals offense. Yeah, the Bengals team That's total. The Bengals team total gets lower. Yes. All right. And do now here's now that will automatically happen through the cal, the imputed calculation of a spread and a total. That's interesting. I think that's uh, that's a good insight that I, I kind of missed. The idea that this is a Bengals. What is the Bengals team total right now? 23. I'm seeing if it's up right now. Boy, I'd like a 24 and a half. And it would have been 24 yeah. and a half at open. Oh, yes. oh, gimme, gimme. Yes. If only I could get those tickets in pocket. Like, you should have put one. No, they, <laughs> they, they wouldn't have been up yet. They would it's not, not up. They wouldn't put team totals up. Uh, Okay, uh, maybe they're up now. But no, not, not at open. There's, uh, yeah, here we go. Bengals twenty two and a half. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Bills twenty seven and a half. Okay, so that's huh, that's interesting. 50, yeah. All right, so um, well, maybe we should be happy we're over twenty one. I mean, maybe you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't like that one. I do think, I do think. What what would you say when you if someone was going to be if someone wanted to say half of my value on derivatives should come from the mechanics of the bet, that I, or, or maybe the better way to say is I want to take care of the VIG through that, you could get a lot of bets in a week or in a month that way, right? Oh, God, yes. Like, give, give a classic one. Like, I, like if a line, if like a halftime line or a first half line, and these are low now, but 10, I keep hearing 10 and a half is such a key because really there's no key number till 13. Mm-hmm. Right, so if there's any place you're getting ten and a half, as long as it, the equation makes any sense from the main get or from the main spread in total, you usually have a really a disproportionately good bet. Great example. So let's say you got a total that was at forty nine after the game, forty nine and a half, and it drops down to forty eight. All, right. All right, my go to would be, oh, now first half under twenty four and a half is suddenly really good. A stale twenty four and a half, but a first quarter under ten and a half is even better. And and it would be ten and a half when for a it's fifty. 40, yeah. yeah. So but right now but, but for a forty eight it'd be ten. Right now total of the game is fifty and a half. The first half total is twenty five and a half. Which is I like that. First quarter total nine and a half. Now that's really low. Really low. Like hmm. too low. The over is minus one twenty. Still too low. Hey, can you take a quick look, Mackenzie, Bills, and Cincy first quarter offense and defense? So we should just have four numbers? Yeah. Yeah, I like to go. I mean, I like those kind of gut reactions that move too far. Mm-hmm. But you're making – let's double back to that 10-and-a-half idea. You're saying unless you play and have the wrong side, unless the line really should be 52, 53, that that, 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 that under is sweet. Yes. Because really, there's not many numbers between 10 and a half and 13. It and 13 really is even hard to get It hit. literally takes two touchdowns to beat you. 13 yeah. is so unlikely. Because it takes three scores. It takes too long you yeah. know, to have three three scoring drives. And, and you know, yeah, it can happen. It's just unlikely. And the team totals, not only did the games go over, 11-2-1 on the team totals going over. Hey, actually, I had a trend on Jacksonville. Let's double back on that a second. I said, what happens when you have a big comeback in the playoffs? It's very emotional. Oh, like what do they do the following game? Yeah, yeah. And as I dug into that, I, I really, at first glance, it didn't seem to be all that fruitful. And then it was like, okay, okay, I got this thing where I think we got something here. Okay, so what I said was, I said, because there's not that many playoff games, right? So you have to be a little broader. I said, I want you coming back for more than a touchdown. So you're down eight or more, right? More than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is I don't want this week's line to be 
a touchdown or more. Because I think if you're like Kansas City and you start slow one week and you storm back, next week, you're, if anything, you're going to be focused. It's not a sign you're not a good team. It's not a sign you're emotional. You expected to win. You know, if you're a big favorite in week two of the playoffs, you probably were a pretty big favorite in week one. So this applies for small favorites and underdogs. Yes, yeah. Or, well, any favorite under a touchdown. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, six and a half. And dogs. All the way to yep. the dogs. Mm-hmm. So the only thing we're clipping out is a big, big favorite, favorite that can control the game. That kind of yep. makes sense, right? And obviously over a touchdown makes sense as a big, you know, it could be bigger, but okay. Uh, so this is from 2001 on. I would predict those teams did would do badly. Yes. They're 9-17 and 17, uh, ATS. But here's what's interesting. I've never seen a trend like this. This is teams with big, the big comebacks. Uh, we're down more than seven points. Yeah, won the game. Won the, the game. Play, uh, playoff game. And now, now we're the, not favored the next by game, more they're than not a touchdown. big favorite. Yes. Okay. Uh, nine and seventeen against the spread. What would you guess typically with a nine and seventeen? What the ATS margin would be? Minus six. Six with some, with nine and seventeen. Yeah, they're only covering one third of the time. Oh, minus minus four and a half. Minus four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, four and a half. It's not that bad. Yeah. You're right. So it, was, it is minus six. And check this out. In the in the night. Yeah, well, dummy. No, 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 because it's it's illogical. Check out check out the, the ATS margins in the nine games, right? And two of them it was normal, you know, nine, ten points, yep. whatever. Otherwise, in the other seven, just barely got three there. times it was a half a point, one two times it was one point, and one time it was a point and a half. So it's like literally it was uh let's do this. Uh, one more time. So there, there was uh, seven of them, and it ended up being three at a half a point, two at a point, one at one and a half, and one at two. So like literally seven of the nine, were, if you had a two and a half point teaser, <laughs> you would have went two and, let me see, seven. You would have went two and 24, or 24 and two with a, with a, a two and a half point teaser. Well, I'm, I'm, getting, books, a, I'm getting a six point. Buy two. I'm getting yeah, a six right. point teaser in Kansas City, so I like it even better. Um, if I may, the poster child for a fade playoff team would be the Chargers Miami, a game many feels the greatest game ever played, the Kellen Winslow yeah, yeah. double we overtime. We were watching that here on tape. G- game. So Miami was up big. And I, I believe Miami was up. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, you know, I take that back. It was, it was Kellen Winslow. San Diego it, was up big, so maybe it didn't apply. Dan Fouts. It was I the take hook and lateral. Back. I take it back, but it doesn't apply. I still remember that game. It was a hook and lateral. It was a great, I mean, it was Don Shula pulling but out. But it was one of those where, like, all in effort yeah. by the Chargers, and then they went Plus to the it ice. went over and over. He went into a second overtime. And then they go to the Ice Bowl in Cincinnati. Yeah. I still remember Kenny Anderson, like, um, they interview him. So do you think the weather's going to make a difference today? And he says, oh, both teams have to play in the elements. I don't think it's going to be, like, a factor. And he's smiling into the camera like, of course it's a factor. <laughs> I do commercials for, for coffee. It's so cold here. 41 and 38. We don't edit anything out. 41 and 30, Wait, 41 to 38 was that final. The epic in Miami, as it's called in Wikipedia. But Winslow— I just remember him, like, dragging people off the field. Winslow, you know, people that's couldn't the famous walk. one. Yeah. That was the famous one. All right. So, Fez— wouldn't you agree that you have a situation where a two and a half point teaser puts us in a two and twenty four situation, uh, or vi- twenty four and two? Imagine which side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, want no part of Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I agree. And plus, emotionally, they're still partying down there. And remember, they're going to Disneyland. It's so, close. So let me ask Disney you, World. Trevor Lawrence went to Waffle House. So RJ, if that's the case for twenty four and two mm-hmm. to get two and a half points, mm-hmm. I, most books allow you to buy two, going from eight and a half to six and a half. Laying the minus one forty, laying the minus one forty. Uh, ex, please explain. 
Because the books are, are ripping you off uh, completely. Yeah. You're because the eight, the, eight is, the eight is so like worthless. Well, it's worth more but than it, it is. But in yeah. this they're charging trend, though. I'm just who saying, cares? Yeah. Char- the books are the cockroaches are charging directionally. If they were charging you, I agree with you. If if it was a fair drop down menu, mm-hmm. I like what you were you're yeah, going. Yeah, it's probably like minus one fifty, minus one sixty. Is pinnacle is, is pinnacle fair? Uh, yes, Pinnacle is fair. So maybe with Pinnacle that you could look to, or you could look at the alternative line and just look like usually the alternative line you could bet you in, in either direction. So you might. But they screw you on that, don't they? Well, the, since, yeah, because it, the since bit, it's the in teaser asked, range, but, why not just take advantage of the fact that you're buying the, the player? Because yeah. yeah. there's no, there's no. Listen, if we had three thousand games, you could say, oh, it's that specific. Yeah. It just. I say, like where you're thinking though. Mm-hmm. They they never blow out the team. They yeah. never blow out the team. Yeah. Oh, by the way, when I was looking at that stat about the teams down, um. Four or 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 four or more um, turnovers, you know, net Mm -hmm. is no team that came back except one won by over nine points, and no double digit wins out of any team that was oh five or or uh, so extreme with the net turnover margin against them, except. When the Patriots during their undefeated year played Miami, they were a twenty-two point favorite. They were 0-5, and they won the game by like twenty-five. How is that possible? I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good team. Yeah. Um, last thing, Fez, you might find this interesting. So the teams in this spot straight up are minus nine, right? And the average line is plus two and a half, so it adds up to about six, six and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are winning by like a point and a half in the first quarter. So they're okay. So they they, they, so they come out hard. Like, they're we're, they're, we're they're like, telling themselves, "No like, let up, no exactly. let up." Exactly. I Be mean, ready to go. I, I actually then think they, then, in game, yeah. you know. Again, I don't play in game like you or near, you know. But it seems like a situation you watch a little bit, and and I generally hate this because it's a cop out when an analyst is supposed to give a pick, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm thinking in game." Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how? Well, you're being specific. You're saying you're saying if Kansas City is not up by at, at the end of Kansas the first, City tends to fall behind. If Kansas anyway. City, Kansas City trails at any time in the game. Bet so on them, have, and then lay your lay Scott six and a half or four and a half, depending it, on whether it's a touchdown first or a field goal. Quarter line is three and a half. Jaguars, Chiefs. See, I see. To me, I'd rather bet the the second, third, and fourth quarter. Second quarter, two and a half. Yeah, I'd rather three and a half's two, three and a half's wrong. That's just a wrong number. It should be the first quarter should be should be three at most. You can't, well, you cannot be three and a half. It, so, it, if, so you, what you're saying is, and that's where DraftKings. All right. So what you're saying is, if you do like the Jags. And again, play them first quarter. Play first quarter, and that that number won't last. It's just wild to to consider playing a team first quarter that was just down twenty seven nothing in a football game. You know what's funny? You know he's making an interesting point because the Jags have actually come back. I think it's five straight games now where they've been down by a touchdown or more. That's interesting. Well, they weren't down a touchdown to Houston because they only gave up three the entire yeah. game. Yeah, so maybe not. Mackenzie, can you look at those spots? Yeah. Maybe just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just want to see what the situation was. Okay, so Kansas City, we'll talk about that game with, in more detail on the Thursday morning roundtable. Hopefully AJ won't make anyone cry. I'm going to try. Reverse chronological. Well, I'm trying to make you cry, but it's not easy. Reverse chronological order. Next game, Minnie and the Giants. All right, Fez. So I tell you, the more I think about this Giants team, the healthiest they've been Mm -hmm. this year. Let's get, you know, Scott is our resident expert from New York. You can tell by the accent. What was your takeaway from the game? I thought they played an incredible game. I thought Daniel Jones played his best game that maybe I've ever seen as the Giants quarterback. He's ever seen. If by him or or the, by any quarterback? No, that I've seen. And but from him, from him, yes. Yeah. But also, 
He just he did become the first quarterback mm-hmm. in NFL history. I saw this guy to throw for three hundred yards yes. and rush for over seventy yards. Seventy five. Oh, rushed for over seventy five yards and he had two passing touchdowns. Exactly. Yeah. And first in, in a playoff in history. Game. In a playoff is that, game. Is that playoff? Okay. Yeah. First time it's wow. ever happened in a playoff game. Yeah. That a NFL stats and research put that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Think for, about that. Three hundred yards, seventy five yards, and two touchdowns. This Viking yeah. defense really sucks. It does. It does. I, Zimmer maybe wasn't so bad. Yeah. But I thought it was the best I've ever seen him play for the New York Giants, and it solidified my take that he's the quarterback of this team next year. You know, one thing that really st- that really stood out is in many ways the Giants won this game twice. So they're up seven. Like look at look at how the Chargers just like pissed all over themselves at the end of the game with the with the with the one possession lead. Is AJ crying? And, oh, no. Yeah, I think he left. And so and so the Giants like they have they you need like a tissue, bud. You need a tissue to dab your eyes. <laughs> so I, I don't know why the specifics, but they had like a third and long, okay? And so boom, I, I run the screen pass, whatever, you know, we'll punt. Nope, they throw, a fi- Jones finds a wide out Slayton over the middle. It's going to be a first down. Hits him right between the numbers. Kid drops it, mm-hmm. all right? So, like, that that's the ballgame. He catches that, he's going to get the first down, and the Giants win. Mm-hmm. No problem, they punt, they win anyway. So I would say, here's a team. Fortitude. Here's a team that's 11-0 and in one possession games, and in many ways they beat up twice. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. And, and think about it. like The Giants had touchdowns in their first two possessions, and on their third possession have a 20-play drive Jeez. that stalls out at the six-yard line, and they settle for a field goal. They score a touchdown there. They go up 24-7. to Or excuse me, 21-7 to they go so up. So you're saying if they would have lost this game, you'd be saying that is an example of how they could have won. Yes. Or Fez's example. They, they, kept, they won regardless. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's I tell a clean you, win, one-point upgrade for uh, Giants, point downgrade for Minnesota. Their first four possessions, because it was the three, had three possessions in the first half. I'm not counting the last possession, which is like 30 seconds left in the half. Yeah, three, which is first, good. first three possessions, touchdown, touchdown, then the 20-play 20 20 drive down. with field goal. Jeez. First possession of the second half, touchdown. <laughs> like The first four possessions resulted in points. This was, They couldn't be stopped. And I tell you, the Saquon Barkley, I know you hate the eye test. But dude breaks tackles. No other running back in the league well, breaks. See, what I've heard people say is, well, what I hear people say this game specifically, legs. it was the pass receiving. That 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 when you combine the pass receiving in with the running, you've got a real impact player. He he has like you know how Earl Campbell had had moves that no one Do, else had. I, no, he he had strength in his thighs. Yeah, and no well, one but else well, had. Barkley has this spin move that no other. I don't know why no other running back. It's like a finishing wrestling move. He's got the DDT. He's got the spin a trademark move. Scott, on it. It's who, the it's the it's the Barry Sanders juke. I you mean, know, why does no other running back do that and he does it so successfully? They don't, they don't have tree trunks as legs like he does. There you go. Why is he so injury prone? Because he has tree trunks as legs. And now you think that would help. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Earl Campbell didn't get yeah. injured till I mean, the end, and then he couldn't walk. You would think thin thighs would be vulnerable, not thick thighs. Yes. <sighs> I think the knock on the Giants, though. I mean, <laughs> not on a- Friday night. AJ said it all year about their lack of weapons. They don't have any, you know, receivers oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But to, to get the to do what they did with guys like yeah. you agree Isaiah, with that, right? Yeah. They don't but have to guys like Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James and Darius Slayton, Daniel Bellinger. It's it's the most. Oh, Brian Dable is the coach of the year. That idiot. He's not remember win, now the voting. Not, I know the voting yeah. ends. He's not going to win the award, but no one has done better with a roster. Who I think is going to win is know, probably uh, Kyle Shanahan. No, I and, think Kyle Shanahan should win, but it's probably going to be um, what's his face uh, from Sirianni. Sirianni, yeah. I tell you, I think in these these things. Uh, end of year awards. There's so much momentum by the end that matters. Remember, then Dan Campbell, Dayball, Dayball could get it. 
Well, I think Dable should get it. But I think Shanahan yeah. might get it on that on that eighty-eight play drive or whatever it was. <laughs> that idiot Bellinger is they jumped off sides on, on third. Who one. did you have in this that, game? That's that's why I bet the Giants. Okay, well, yeah. why why are you saying idiot? Because it was third and one, and they were going to get another touchdown, and he jumped off sides. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a, Have you ever had a jock on? Why Why did these like? Well, yeah, in little league baseball. Well, not that <laughs> it was more jockey little league baseball. Not that it was. It was. It was required. Were you catching? It was documented in Bad News Bears. It's like they pass out. Like Walter Matthau passes out the cups to everybody. It's a scene in the movie. And I don't in little league. I certainly was. I did because I was a catcher. Only well, catch, yeah, only catchers. Yeah, you cups. had a cup. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's talking about a jock. Yeah. No. I don't think so. I thought a jock was a cup. You know no, this the remind- jock is the strap. You wore a cup in Little League no, Baseball? No, I wore a jock. <laughs> yeah. You just said you thought they were the same thing. I never played with that one. It's like risky business. He, he, he boffed her, and then he, and, and, then, and then he did her. It's like the same thing, buddy. <laughs> really? I thought they were different. Uh, we do not edit. The Giants' defense, <laughs> let me say this about the Giants' defense. RJ, you mentioned the comment about them being as healthy, healthy as yeah. they've ever been. You know, Xavier McKinney played an incredible game. Uh, Adore- so you're getting, they're, they're getting you bought in. Yeah, Adoree Jackson. Wait till you hear oh, my Oh, yeah, this Adoree guy. Adoree Jackson played yeah. a really good game. I, I think defensively, I got nervous when Kayvon Thibodeau went down for a little bit. But Guys, I- before you go to the bathroom, we're going to change games. I want you to answer one question. Yes. Do you have any culpability in your anti-Giants? I mean, like, this team is now one of the final eight teams in the entire NFL. Like, at what point are you going to say, I was wrong? Oh, you, I was had never the, wrong. you had the Giants, like, 26th. No, I got them 12th. No, you had them, like, 26th, uh, but, like, when they were, like, 7-1. and one. Yeah, it was all about making adjustments as the team got healthier. Scott's out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. No, and seriously, so, though, when did, what turned you around? Adoree came back. <laughs> yeah. uh, Daniel Jones became a quarterback. Okay. When did this happen? All right, go, all right. go to restroom. I got to pee. Take your time. If you... <laughs> We did a whole thing on SOVAM. You need to take any medication or whatever, yeah. you know. We did a whole thing on SOVAM about what the Giants' decisions are going to be like in this offseason with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley now. See, the, the interesting thing, I think Daniel Jones will be easy. He knows this is the place for him. I agree, which I said— If that, he gets away from Dayball, then people, he turns yeah, back into I, Daniel Jones. I said, <laughs> yeah, I said it's going to be like a three-year, $100 million deal, something like that. I think that's too high. I, I Three think for 90? Yeah, because we were talking about it. Co- competent to Derek Carr. Derek Carr got three. Derek for, Carr was so much better. But he got three one twenty one. Yeah, but yeah, but remember, Derek Carr almost won an MVP. Yeah, yep. and, and Daniel Jones had one good year of football. Well, did he even have one good year or half a year? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. mid year there was no yeah. sense he was coming there back. There was a lull. There was a lull. So, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I, I think Daniel Jones was coming on last year and he hurt his neck and it, and it, and it got a concussion and it just threw him off. Mm-hmm. Four He's, of his best five games by PFF has been in the last five weeks. Yeah. But, but this brings up the general point. What is the handicap with new coaches? It's fade him the first third of the year, neutral the middle third, and play on him the final third because it happens in college too. Everyone's excited because it's a change, but it's a change. They start slow. Everyone's now equal or extra disappointed because of expectation. And then once they start trending up in co- low cohesion, the, the sentiment's down, but, cohesion's up, and you play on them. But the Giants as a team, their biggest success was early in the season. But th- that was a success that the Fez properly poo-pooed. Like, they got lucky. They were like the Minnesota Vikings in the beginning of the year. In fact, I would have said Minnesota was better. Do you? Where, I was. I said if these two teams played a hundred times, I still think it's fifty-fifty. Well, I don't see that. You think the Giants are significantly right, better now? As of right now, mm-hmm. 
Well, remember, the market said they were even because, if anything, Mackenzie, was there any move late? Yeah, close two and a half. A lot of money coming in on the so, Giants so team. So that's there. saying that they're better because Minnesota is three points for home. Okay. Right? In the playoffs. Yeah, they closed four and a half the, yeah. when they played a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. And remember, Washington was five and a half over them. Yeah. Not that, the week before, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. So, like, this has been a real, like, the Giants are better. Okay. And and I think it only makes sense because you got a quarterback that's trending up because of day ball, and you got a whole team and a defense that's getting healthier, that's getting healthy. Yeah. You got health. You got the quarterback with an upward trajectory, and the whole team in general is is more cohesive with a new coach. Mm-hmm. He was so Fez. Our final point on this game is early in the year, it was more voodoo. It was luck. It was you dismissing it. This team has become a better team. I agree. All right. Hey, he set the tone in uh, week one, going for two oh, and beating I the Titans. I remember saying balls of, what was it? Day balls of steel. Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> well, th- remember the ring to it. Before you book your Super Bowl tickets. No, that's not the only way yeah. to be successful. How many how many teams win a Super Bowl in there a year? One. I, I just was. This is going to be their fifth road game in six. But now. that's what you said last week. I did. Yeah, but th- it's I did. You'll be it, right it at one point. Well, no, we, we've run ride. the num- We've run the numbers. Yeah. The, the numbers. And they overcame that. They've and they overcame. Now they're going to have to overcome even more. They in Dallas. It's going to be Dallas's fourth straight road game. Philly's not a road trip though. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's an excellent point. It's a really it's a cake road trip. Whereas hey, Dallas what, has to go to to um, the Bay Area. What's the what's the market right now on on the uh, San Fran? I might want to bet this right now. Is is it like three and a half flat some places, but but others it's like Circa has a three and a half flat. We were looking at it before the show, and I, most places have four. Well, I'm talking or about three now. seven five. Are you looking right now? Yeah, I'll look. I like to see up to the minute. There's a three and a half at Westgate and Circa. There's a cheap four, and there's also a expensive three and a half. All right, so you see four, but the two sharpest books are three and a half. So that means it keeps going, right? I I think it keeps going up. Now, the one thing is— It's going up? It's going down. No, it's not going down. It opened three and a half. But but you— It's it's at 3.75. It opened three and a half. It's not going down. All right, so you think it's going up? Yes. So I I thought, hmm. but, but I never want to shoot say? my I never want to shoot my wad on a three and a half because then it goes to three and I feel well, like see, an idiot. Well, Except there was a rogue four and a half, probably the first number out there at Bet Online, but within five minutes it was three and a half. What did Chris open at? Three and a half, and it's still three and a half. And the places that are above three and a half, what did they open, and what was the move? Did they open where they are, or did it move? Uh, DraftKings opened three and a half, another four. Now that's so that's showing the square side is playing San Fran. Squares haven't bet yet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. But well, if anyone has an account at DraftKings, they're kind of square. It, it means one guy. I mean, if they are still getting bet. It means one guy bet ten thousand minus three and a half. And you, yeah, okay, that's a lot of money. They taking ten thousand overnight. If they'll take, you know, this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> they'll take a hundred thousand if you've got the the right accounts. They'll take like unlimited. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never known a guy get you either you well, can bet whatever like you too. want, or you can bet eighteen dollars. It's the well, craziest it's, thing. It's smart, <laughs> yeah, it's right? Like, why? why it's like once you get flagged as as a sharp, it's like it's like blackjack. It's like you can either bet whatever you want. You can bet up to you know from hundred to ten thousand, or you can't play at all. That sounds like if you own the casino, you'd like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's home. Um, <laughs> Mackenzie, do me a favor. Just do a flat search. Uh, Two thousand. 12 on lines three and a half. That's all I need. Uh, let's make it a home favor. All right. Um, this is like crazy. Uh, if I recall, and I've been wrong on a few of these, uh, it's like 53 and a half percent. Just, just that. Because it's like no one, everyone thinks like you. I love laying three and a half. Well, I, don't, I, I, I love, it's fine laying three and a half at post, 
but it's not so good. But, but you don't know what the line's going to be opposed. It gets sharper. We know that. So who cares if it goes to four? What, but you we'll just, lay a four. Who well, cares? Forcing asymmetric. Math. I agree, except the odd. But you, I think there was another point, and you make a good point. Well, there's even a better point is if you can potentially play. I mean, if you get it's not like every place moves at the same time. Yeah. Right. So if you're a pro that's really engaged, I'm never going to miss the three and a half because yeah. be, I'll wait for three quarters of the books to go four, and then I can always lay a three. And so a half. what we got, Mackenzie? So it's actually since 2012 been a, a loser overall, especially at home. 43 percent, 74 and 97 on the road has been 57 percent for the favorite. So add it together. And then do, do it from the beginning of the database. So what is it together? 47? 48% since 2012. That's interesting. Yeah. Now let's see what it is. And again, 47%. I believe, I believe. and what is it here? 47%. All right, do me a favor. Try plus two and a half. That's probably what I'm remembering. No, I, I mean, that's plus, the same concept, yeah. right? All right, so if we do 2012. That's 51% all time, 47% since 2012. All right, so fifty-one percent all time. Okay, huh? That's interesting. Um, well, that I mean, to some degree, that slows me down a little. But 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 this is a situation. Can you imagine a three? No, no. Because I make it three with just power, pure power ratings. Uh -huh. And also remember the circumstances. What's today? I think it's Monday night. There you go. Who just played? Dallas. So, so they, yeah, sure. They just played their third straight road game on Monday night, and now they got to wheel back and play a team that played Saturday when they had to play Monday on a Sunday. Played, and they so, played at home. So they get six. So Dallas gets six, five and a half days to prepare, and San Fran gets it gets eight. And 49ers were playing a half a game, yeah. in Week 18 because they they wanted to win for the second seed, but but it wasn't like life and death for yeah, them. Yeah, and they and they were down a point at halftime, but by the early in the fourth quarter, they were they were styling against yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah. the Seahawks. And, and to be honest with you, for Purdy and his being you know, seasoned. I like that. They yeah, would... got a little test. Got yeah. real, real reps in the second half. Yes. So, what do you think about him? Let's skip to that game. What do you think about him in general? I've heard a lot of film guys are saying they're poo-pooing this. They they got their quarterback. That they're saying that he's fine, he's serviceable, but he's no better, if not a little worse, than Jimmy G. I think he's as good as Jimmy G. Okay. And no, I don't know if he'll be as. The question is, you know, how predictive is that? So actually, he's been a little slightly better than Jimmy G to date. Mm -hmm. But now, you would expect a regression from a seventh rounder. That's right. So I'd rather have G than Purdy next year, but it's close now. Not we at can the have money. a conversation. Yeah, if you consider if the it, money yeah, and the age. Yeah, but I, I'm not confident that that G will be better. You know, that's just like that. That's the mean. You know, Purdy has a higher ceiling. Are you now saying G instead of Jimmy G? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should get a drug. There, there's a drug called G. Is there? Yes, that is like a date rape drug. Mm. So he's going, G is better. And then we could have his voice going, if you want the girl not to fight back, you know, like, like <laughs> apparently gummy is a thing. I have no idea what a gummy is. Someone's That's like, with like marijuana. Like it's like a marijuana type uh, edible. Know, edible, they call it. Who knew? Wow. <clears throat> I never was a wee guy ever. Like even in high school, I didn't like it. I when I got the COVID uh, mm. vaccine, I got the one that required two, the Moderna or whatever it was. So it was a month later. First one, I had no problem with. Second one, I felt like I was getting sick, sick. Happened to me too. Same thing. Yeah, and I slept like for you know I slept like six hours. I still felt like crap. And uh, Mary said, "Hey, my mom gave me 
she mm. gets she gets bad uh, migraines and she had a gummy. She goes, this will help you sleep. I take that gummy. I slept like 26 hours just in one gummy. <laughs> it's all coming together now because when I came out here uh-huh. the first time, okay, it was when you were on the back end of that. So when you hired me, I think you must have been high on pot. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, Mary kept saying, don't do don't it. Do don't do it. And you're like, it's great. <laughs> I, I have NyQuil uh-huh. and I'm I'm stoned beyond belief. I, well, you said you were taking that. Are you still taking it? I, I had to stop. I like it, though. Fest plays, I might, the game I might... where, Fest plays the game where he takes it and sees how long he can stay up. <laughs> You know, I don't even That's never ambient. heard of that. Oh, it's ambient? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I never even heard of this. You guys are cool. Fez, you know what would be the funniest thing? I would pay $1,000 for Fez to have to check into rehab for NyQuil. I think we should. How do, great would that I, be? I think after the Super Bowl, we should, we should just all get designated drivers and just do a round of shots like every every, every 20 minutes until like until, until I pass until the first out. Falls asleep. Oh, we know I'm going down. I'll get sick. AJ probably could do <laughs> background music party fast style. Ash, ash. I come back for the pod the next morning. AJ's like still drinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So what what is what do you guys think about per I mean, right now, if you could have Jimmy G incarnate back healthy, would you and Purdy's gone, what do you do? I'd rather have Purdy. I think based on what we've seen from Purdy, well, how could you yeah. how could you not choose him? Well, it can't he, just be that. It's going to be that. It's going to be his pedigree. It's going to be everything. I think the best thing for the 49ers is Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback moving forward. He's on a rookie deal. You reset the clock on a quarterback. But what about Trey Lance? I think you trade, trade Trey him. Lance. Well, you trade him? For, I said that, for what? A bag of peanuts? No, I was matter. hearing yesterday. Like, a, you know, obviously. It doesn't I, matter. <laughs> Anything we get well, is a win. Because you, you have to replenish the assets that you gave up for well, not just him. Ah, why? For Christian McCaffrey. I said, well, you you're going to get a third rounder if you're so, like, Oh, wait, wait. McKenzie can't. It's can't, more than, more than can't, they had before. We'll let AJ go after McKenzie. Go ahead. I mean, I just don't understand why we have to replenish anything. We have the most talented roster and a quarterback on a rookie deal. Like what? What are we missing? I, I rather keep. I think we value Lance you hear, you more hear than that any other team. Voice? Though, so I don't That's think we what trade you him. sound like when you're defending. But that that tension. Except you're. He's not an MMA fighter. I never. Yeah, I'm sorry, little girl. That's crying. I, right yeah, now. I was gonna say. I don't think any girls crying. <laughs> no, they're they're saying, "What's that petulant kid doing?" Uh, Mackenzie, you got to admit this has been a disaster. It's been a disaster. We have the best 49ers team since 1994. When okay, Mike but, was but the you OC. understand that Warren Buffett can make 20 good investments, and then the 21st can be a exactly. disaster. I said this yesterday on Straight Out of Vegas AM. Venture capitalist firms are hoping to invest millions of dollars into 5% chances to win. But here's the difference. Is when you trade, like, think about what proportion of their draft capital in those three years they traded. It was one of the biggest trades in the history of the NFL. Because we knew we were going to have the 28th, 29th pick. We were confident in our team. Yeah, but still, it's a massive haul for a guy who, quite frankly, might not be in the league in two years. It's like the big red machine at Bill Plummer is their backup catcher. Yeah, I mean, still were really good. Imagine if they had three more first-round picks on this team. If we- I don't, I don't think they'd be better because we wouldn't what? have wait, Brock wait, wait, Purdy. Wait, we wait, probably would have selected oh, a quarterback. Hold on a second. You're saying if they have three. So you think Purdy's that good? Oh, yeah. Purdy's the future. So you're off Trey This is what it took. We've been waiting. You're off Trey Lance. No, I, Do you I'm hate optimistic him? about Trey Lance in the future. I think we're going to value him a lot more than any other team. So that I don't means you think won't trade him. him. You won't we trade him. We didn't trade Kirk Cousins when we were offered second back in 2012. Wait, and wait a minute. Being one so of the you were a we in Washington. You were a we in Washington, too? 
And well, that was a we in Atlanta. He worked this, for them, remember? This, this, this Dallas win is a real problem. Not a real problem, but it, it downgrades the Niners' chance to win the Super Bowl because now, they, instead of getting Jacksonville, they got to beat Dallas. That's um, Jacksonville. Tampa, yeah. Tampa. Tampa, Jacksonville, you know, all those I think Fezzi's sundown, and we got to rush One's them. North Florida, one's South. They, have sim- they have similar power ratings. <laughs> all right. We talked a lot of Jacksonville. Mackenzie, one last question for you. Was there ever a time when you had that, that decade in which you floated, right, <laughs> between Yale and pregame? I mean, you did some Airbnb, a, th- a few B&Es. Ubered. Yeah. Uber. You were driving an Uber from Yale, and, 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 and then you tried to play one-two limit poker for a living. Oh, yeah. Okay. All we won't call them disasters. We'll say in aggregate a disaster. <laughs> Here, here's my here's my question. At any point, did someone from cousin Kyle say you have to stop hanging around this team this much? You, <laughs> people are getting frightened. Like, were you? You probably would have thought if I just go down there, I could be quality control hangout. Like, did you have? Did you think about that? No. Never even considered it. No. I actually give you credit if that's true. You know how tempting it would be. You had a let's say you're on the rocks. You got this degree that's you know worthless because you're you're doing Airbnb stuff. I never felt I was on the rocks. I was always on the verge of something, and I was pregame.com. Yeah, oh boy, I, I I salvaged that. The kids don't take a lesson from that. <laughs> Go ahead, Fred. I think it would be a fun contest if one time we had like a 16 hour marathon poker session, and you, me, Mackenzie, we all go down. We play one three at like. Well, why don't we just play one three here? We already did that. We want to take other people's yeah, I'm money. I'm saying with me. No, I'm saying we would just see who, who can be because you you talk about your, you pride yourself on beating up on donkeys. And that's what I do. Well, you, right no, here. no, I'd be here. <laughs> Faz, to be honest, I don't think you understand poker. Oh, I, I think understand you understand poker. online. I don't think you understand. Give me a poker hand. Give me a poker how I'd play poker. No, I, I, I don't think of quizzes. I think about it's I, about your body language. Yeah, I'm not, it's true. People. That's a good point. I'm not a big reader. I'm much more of a basic strategy guy. And yeah. and how do you look? Do you look like a maniac? You do you look like, six, like a kid? You want to find one edge and like short stack push and play six tables at once? Uh, uh, yes, that's yes. not but what I this can, would be. But, but I can play one three against Dumbos and like take advantage okay. of the bad players okay. and isolate them, raise the bad players. I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, yeah. just like you. But do. I'm saying, wouldn't it be interesting? No, it's an interesting like point. AJ Limp. Someone to raise, you know, with position. <laughs> here, here, do you play poker? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we? You play poker? Yeah. We can all, all right. go play poker and oh. see who won the most money in an eight hour period. It'd be fun. Well, if it was five, one, two, three, four, no, five, no, other, but it'd be more fun if we just beat everybody no, else. I, I would have more fun playing against I'd you. have more fun beating up on the other people <laughs> at the Gold Nugget or someplace. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got a game or two left. This has been a fun pod. Let's just jump to the Bills. All right. Because, I mean, a lot of people are talking about. The disaster that this was. Mackenzie, do me a favor. I was going to text you on this. Give me Josh Allen's interceptions and his fumbles. And just go back the number of games that makes it look the most bad. All right. I mean, he's got the most turnovers of any quarterback this season. But I think it's going to be even worse since there was that one game in the fourth quarter. I think it was against Green Bay. I think if you go back to when he got hurt, like when he he hurt his elbow, Mm -hmm. since then it's it's been pretty ugly. Does it look like he can't throw, though? No. No, and, he's and still both, got a cannon. Both the interceptions that he threw this weekend, I know you're going to make fun of me for yeah. saying this, neither one of them were his fault. No, no. I he fumbled, and the, the scoop score fumbled. That's on him. Mm-hmm. But both, like the, fir- the first interception, John Brown stopped on a route, and it got picked off. Should have been a touchdown. Second interception hit Cole Beasley in the chest and bounced up in the air. Probably could have been pass interference or defensive holding on that yeah, play, too. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't worry about him with either of the interceptions. The fumbles, like, he's he's holding the ball, like, off to his side. Like, yeah. you're going to fumble like that. I mean, he, this is what he— He's careless. 
He's better. His high, his highs are better than it was, but his lows seem similar. At least the second half of this year, it's very Brett Farvish. That's what I said yesterday. Yeah, that's like, what AM. When he, he said that, I was like, God, you're right. So the he stats look into Favre. Stats look really good. Outgained the Dolphins by 200 yards. Yards per play looks solid. Looks like they should have won by 14. But you know what? I can't forgive the turnovers and the sloppiness with the ball. You upgraded the Jags a full point with five turnovers. You know you know exactly. Funny? This guy doesn't ever argue about anything, and he, scre- he comes out like a cannon. You did. Th- You're not the public defender okay. for the. the I, then bill, I'll stop the bills, talking about. I don't want to talk about no, the no, bills because I all no, I get I get painted into being this guy that I'm not. No, I'm no, not I'm, saying I'm, I'm, you're making my point. The bills. The bills were a 14 point favorite. They only won by three, okay? Mm-hmm. I only downgraded them half a point. Yeah. All right? First of all, it's imagine because if you were, a lot of it was turnover-driven. If, if your cousin was the head coach of the Bills, imagine the wheeze we'd be here. Maybe so. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we can't give McKenzie that many problems. If we look at the line of scrimmage in this game. Bills are going to look good. Oh, my gosh. The only team that had a negative line of scrimmage EPA was my, and this is without turnovers being counted even they were minus 10 and the the worst other team was plus 2.2 which was Cincinnati so the two worst was Cincinnati at plus 2.2 and these are all snaps from the line of scrimmage except punts or turnovers so they played a horrendous Miami played a horrendous the offensive game but you could make the case that's that's Bill's defense right Though but it's Miami a dropped, quarter, Miami yeah, did drop a lot of balls. So. Well, you said that that was because they were so focused <laughs> or injured, <laughs> and the Bills really got fortunate with some officiating. Like the it, Bills got fortunate. Yeah, now, this is new. Continue. Yeah, I, I I told him not to bring this up pre-production. No, no, no. no, no this, this is great. This I, was I, the I, you whatever. told me not to bring up the other one. There was no. A, I said don't bring up any of this. Oh, okay. So but go ahead. ahead. Please do. Please do. Okay. Because at least it's anti-Bills. It yeah. could be the worst thing ever. So there's a. I mean. It should have been a fourth and one near nearing the end of the game. Uh, Singletary's running the ball. They the refs don't don't call forward progress, which they should have. Okay, so so they had a time. They had to use a timeout. Well, they were going. They just said they said first down. Uh-huh. So the game was they gave over. the Bills a first down and it basically uh-huh. ended the game instead of making it fourth and, and one. Instead of making them punt with twenty six seconds they, left, and, and it, still, they, they, they still would have won. They wouldn't have punted. They, still, they, 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 they still would have won. But there was no measurement. There was no. And he was clearly short. He, he was short. Clearly, he was short. He was short. First down. I wonder why. No angle in the, the world. Wasn't there a play earlier that game where Miami had to use a timeout because they thought there was a first and then they, there wasn't? They and had to delay a game was that, uh, in their last possession, yeah. Okay. So, hmm. Thinking of that. Yeah, there was down confusion, McDaniel said. They didn't understand. Because <laughs> it looked like a first down. Yeah. It was at least as they close thought, as they the thought it was play. a first down. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, I, in the history of the world, there's never been a first down that, that was so clear he hadn't got it. Well, Sean, Sean Payton was talking how he you used to get a measurement. He goes, you can't get a measurement. No, no, no part of his body reached the first down You think a minimum they'd have a laser they could shoot across okay, the field. Okay, okay. It I was a sea of humanity. I went off on this uh, last night. NFL uh, Next Gen Stats tweeted out about the Tyler Huntley fumble at the goal line. They said, per the chip in the ball, Huntley was .6 yards away from the goal line. Why can't they use that chip? There's a chip in the ball that can tell us whether or not Tyler Huntley had the football .6 yards away from the goal line. We're still relying on camera angles and chain games to determine a first down? Well, there is something nostalgic about it, but they don't even—they don't seem to ever come out. How do, no. how do they, the chip is in the ball. Next gen stats has the information. They could just say 
yeah, he got the first down. You know what's funny is back in high school, the guys that did the chain gang were like 28. They'd get so drunk. I did doesn't it. there I, have to be? I used to do it. Doesn't there have <laughs> to be? No, no doesn't there I have to be kid. like five chips in the ball though? It no, can't just be one. Know, here's the thing: you know the way it's going to be orientated. It's either one. You can know the way it's orientated. How do you know? I, I think there's a way to do that with technology. And think you would know how far it is from each tip. What if it? What? But what, 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 a ball's always going to be straight. When no, it gets, it's not when, always when a, straight. When, a play gets, when it gets placed, it's always straight. They don't place a ball on a side. Yeah, but 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 when they're actually running the play, the guy's arm's getting contorted. Bosa's trying to break no, his, right. his collarbone. Right. He's doing the play. Yeah. Straight or not. Yeah. That's interesting. I bet they know. Because yeah, all you'd have to know is where the stadium is orientated and what way the ball, it would just convert. It has to be any part of the ball. There's sometimes the middle of the I'm ball. Saying, the fat part of the ball breaks the plane when the ball's like being held like this. Oh. Yeah. That yeah, how could you then? See, that's why they're not doing it. Yeah, see, that's Which maybe that's why. Then, but why can they tweet with such assurance? They'd have Something's to. Have, they'd they'd have to have. They'd have to have like twenty chips in the ball or, I mean, on both tips really, and in the fat. Or say, maybe they don't do it. Maybe they don't do it for every game. Maybe it's only certain. And then games it would distort a... the ball. This happened. What sport am I talking about? Where they the kickers? Oh, this was in the foot. The summer, the, the spring football league. They're saying the balls like the kickers hate it because there's chips in it and it's fl- fluttering badly. No, I think it's their weak arms that make. No, it no, no, no. The kickers, the kickers. Uh, well, weak legs. Weak legs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not in the NFL for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's the thing. You know this. Uh, Next gen has a chip in every player. So that's how yeah. they know in the how shoulder fast. pads, yeah. Yeah, and that's they, how they know how fast they're running. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what they know even more than that is PFF did a huge study this summer on how much do certain linebackers and others don't bite on play action, mm. so they can tell if they move forward. So I mean, the technology before long, it's going to go from nothing now really to like the field. They're going to have replays in which everything's lit up that you're going to know how fast. They're, I mean, it's C Mac like hit his maximum speed in like three yeah. years. Yeah, now he's the first time he's fully healthy. Because we got the next gen stats, twenty point eight, twenty point something miles per hour. Yeah, on that the sixty-three yard run. And what they're saying is, because of this, they're going to know when people are fatigued, when mm-hmm. they need a day off, mm-hmm. when they're not hydrated. I mean, this thing is going Terminator style. All right, I wonder if I can fix your knee. Maybe like the six million dollar man. Yeah, I'd, I'd be nice. How's your knee feeling? Feels good. Do- it, doctor's appointment in four days. Are five you going to do any? Are you going back to jujitsu? Probably. No, you're not. I, I was joking. Dude, you don't need any contact. You've had enough. How am I supposed to stay in shape? I, I think you can maybe do something else. Spar into the mirror. <laughs> I, played, I, play, I played a tennis match. I'm on the DL, man. It's, this is this is like I'm too old. Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> when we get to your tennis. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, dude, keep it coming. The comedy's worth it. <laughs> All right. We don't edit. Next, what do you want to, obviously. What do you want to talk about? What else? We we talk forty. I mean, Seattle. Forty. Oh, it's clean. Forty ers I upgrade them a half. Lowered Seattle a half. Clean win. I know Seattle had the lead, but line of scrimmage domination. Forty ers All right. So real quick though, Josh Allen. We got that number. Last ten games, he's had ten interceptions. That's at least one a game. Yeah. And he's had eight fumbles, but he's only lost three. Ooh. So 13 turnovers in 10 games. Wow. Um, in week 19, even though AJ said not any fault for Josh Allen, he had three turnover-worthy plays. Huh. Well, McKenzie the gave most it. of any team 
any player in in this round. All those games, all those quarter, all those third year or a seventh round. Yeah. They didn't have as many. Go ahead. Yeah, McKenzie gave a stat yesterday uh, that he had this season prior to these games. He had the second most turnover-worthy plays of any quarterback. Geno Smith, 31. Josh Allen, 29. I mean, And now if you count the plays that he had in this game. Number one, 32. Number one. Now, what would a—I'm being serious. What would a bad elbow have to do with why you're, like, doing these plays that have nothing to do with his arm? I've got no idea because, I, like you said, I've seen— I, that's just the line of demarcation where I saw it started to get real bad. But some of them are plays that should be routine. Like, you can't throw that ball, you, especially in the red zone. He, he, he makes the most bonehead decisions in the red zone this season. I don't know what I, – I don't think it's an injury that's causing him to make bad brain decisions. He, he's a gunslinger. So his first touchdown pass, by example, he just zipped it right past the defender's face mask. Oh, beautiful pass, touchdown, because the defender didn't turn around. And it's like and, – and, and could hit off his helmet because it was within an inch of it and, and be, be a deflection. You know, he, he throws – passes that are inherently risky. And watching him this game... Because he's got the arm to do it. Yeah, yeah. This, this, in this game, it looked like his arm is fully healthy. So, mm-hmm. like, there's no... there's no I'm compensating, or I thought I could fit it in there. Like, if you think you could fit it in there, you ought to be able to fit it in there because you've got the arm to do it. Uh, I, I, I really think it's mental mistakes. I don't think it's anything physical with Josh. Could it be this? I, I think I used this analogy before. My uncle, who I wasn't close with on my dad's side, had a heart attack when he was like 58. Next, you know, a couple of weeks later, it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever. He shows up with a Tupperware of celery, right? So everyone's eating, you know, yeah. chicken leg or turkey legs. He's eating celery looking. Yeah. Two years from now, there was no celery anywhere no. to be seen. Josh Allen's career was, he if he would have done badly his third year, the year he broke out, who knows where he'd be? He'd be like, I mean, he'd be as bad off as uh, Baker Mayfield in theory. I mean, because Baker Mayfield had a better first two years by far than than Josh Allen. Well, he would have been Daniel Jones going into year four yeah. with no no contract. Yeah, I agree. And he he buckled down like the heart attack victim and had a monster year. And now he's got that huge contract. It, it, the stakes are not especially high. They're just normal. They're the same they were the first year, the second year. He wants to do well, but is it life and death metaphorically? No. And now he's making those two or three decisions a game that are his nature. This is his nature. Oh, I agree with that. I, I agree. Like his mindset is if it's, uh, I know it's it's only 53% that it could go mm-hmm. wrong. 47 is a pretty good number. It's, that's basically a 50-50. I got it. Do we speculate the day ball's absence has something to do with this? I mean, he's doing Ooh, really that's, well. That's very... I could also see it just Josh Allen. I don't want to call it overconfidence, but... It is. He's he, an overconfident. He knows, he knows he can make every throw. But, but when you have 13 turnovers in, in 10 games, then you would you would govern it back. He, he doesn't seem Pey- to be... Good. I don't think Peyton so. Manning once said after like a four-interception game, he's like, I'm going to keep chucking the ball in there. That's what I do. You know, and who's going to who's gonna say well, anything? After his rookie year. I'm Peyton Manning. I'm, after no, his rookie year, which was bad in that way, he didn't throw many interceptions. This was his sixth year, so yeah. he's just so like, I, I'm the man. I get to do whatever I want. Yeah, but this is inefficient. Yeah. The of, of, of course. Of winning a Super Bowl go down. If he played like he did in year three, the Bills would be... Two points of upgrade, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, Josh Allen is at least a point and a half or two points downgrade from year three or year. Three. I think if Josh Allen was what we thought he was going to be coming into this season, 
we'd still be talking about the Bills the same way we were in week four, where it's I like they're, they're, the, they're the Super Bowl winner. They're like, the third well, best yeah. team right now. San Fran's right. better. But in the reason why John, Purdy's better? Yeah, Purdy's better. But the reason why that, wow. that adjustments happen is because Josh Allen just doesn't take care of the ball the way he did. Yep. I, I agree. Now this is some honest talk finally. I agree. They almost lost to Miami. Third string quarterback. Kids cry either, huh? They almost lost to Miami. Third string quarterback. The, the third string quarterback looked like the third string quarterback. Do you have a, a query on that? On heavy favorites that that barely win and how oh. they do the following week? Oh, look it up. We can do that for sure. Yeah. So, like but a I favorite. Tease it to Wednesday. How about we do that Wednesday? Sure. So, like a favorite of over a t- uh, over a touchdown. Let's say, maybe even go further than that. Yeah, double, digits. double digits. They were double favorite, digits. Yeah. That the winning margin is three or less. Yeah. How do they respond? How do they do the next week? Hmm. I bet in the regular season they do great. I'm guessing. Mackenzie, run it real quick. I'm guessing no. I'm guessing they don't. I think it's a sign of a fundamental problem. It's kind of like that greatest show uh, on turf, the Rams, that, uh-huh. that, that undefeated, unbeatable team. And then remember they played Tampa Bay, and they need Ricky Prohl, of all people, to bail them out. They almost lost to Tampa, and then they struggled against Tennessee. You know, I know they. I know the game landed on the number. Is that the year they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, but they didn't cover the Super Bowl, and they were damn fortunate. They were damn fortunate to push the number. It was tied. Yeah, I bet. Know? I bet they look at those rings and say, "This is phony." <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if they played, the, I would have covered. If, if they played the game again, that seven. Another if they, ring if they, if they replayed that game. Eddie George and company would be getting catching five and a half, not seven. Mackenzie, do me a favor. All you got to do is keep the line open instead of doing it like that. That's ridiculous. All right. So let's think of any uh, final things as we get that number. All right. Did we talk about the Giants Philly line? Yeah. Let's let's go through the lines now. That's a good idea. Fez, you take that. So so first game Jacksonville Kansas City. We cover that. Yeah. We like can we like Kansas City. Jacksonville is in a situation where the most teams off of great comebacks don't do well at all. That is fail against the spread. So we're looking to tease Kansas City. Uh, Giants Philly open seven and a half, 47 and a half. Still 7F, 48, Giants' fifth road game in six um, tries. But the line's been holding steady at 7.5. And, and, Fez, that's so the where only— where did that open at? At 7.5. I make the game 6.5. And, and this is the only other no game you have an option to tease with, right? Yes, it is a basic strategy teaser to play Philly down to 1.5. All right, so it would be Philly 1.5. Chiefs 2.5. And, a half. and yep. Chiefs 2.5. Boy, that's going to get played out the wazoo. That's sure. your Saturday teaser, although— did you know that Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on Saturday in his life? Uh, even in high school? High school, college, and, and pro. A good has never lost on a Saturday. I saw, I heard that. Someone I'd can, never heard that. No, yeah, yeah, I think the ringer had it. But, no, it's a good stat mm. for sure. I'm not sure. Did he ever win? Like, how much did he win in high school? Did he win, like, multiple state championships? Mm. Did he wrestle shoot? Did he go down and wait to wrestle shoot? You get that, don't you? Yeah. Jay? Let me see. Vision Quest is great. So the Giants just <laughs> hung in there with all their, their scrubberinis From his sophomore Philly. year to his senior year, Trevor Lawrence led his high school team to 41 straight wins and two state championships. Good for him. I just stuff handed to him. <laughs> so remember, yeah, but that was in Georgia. Remember, they were a 17-point dog with their backups, and the Giants only lost by six at Philly. So there's, know. you know, so so the backups were able to hang around. And I think Dave Ball wasn't going for it. you got to figure he showed less. Yes. i got to be honest. I, I like... I like the Giants here. It feels like I'm coming in late, and I whenever I'm a week late on a team, yeah. they never cover. They never. I mean, I you know I liked them last week. I didn't bet them. They sh- you know the eye test says this team is really playing well. I know, and the Eagles aren't. They are not. I mean, when's the last really good game from the Eagles? Before Hurts got hurt. Yeah. Now what I'm hearing is 
that that you were talking about rumors in the betting world that he he's not going to be 100. percent What I heard is this: if it's a tear, you you couldn't play and you can't come back in the short time. If it's not a tear, the longest it could take to heal is a month. So supposedly, there's no mathematical way it could be a problem still, at least by this game. I that's just someone else's mm. opinion. I don't know, you know, but it was someone that seemed to know what they were. I talking. don't know. I had a separated shoulder for like six. But it months. wasn't separated. Yeah. And and you're not a professional athlete. Yeah. I had a torn rotator cuff and labrum, but it was only a partial tear. The doctor avoid surgery at all costs. Drink with your that hand. It was my left one. Avoid surgery at all costs. I did anti-inflammatories and six weeks of physical therapy. Is it still? It, and it got better. No, it's still messed up. Yeah, I'm saying, I've got I've got a to- I've got a completely torn. <laughs> I, 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 I this is interesting. RJ, I don't understand athlete. this. I know I know like like half of the people that I know like have a screwed up shoulder. Uh-huh. Like 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 it's always screwed up. That's like saying that 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 of of all the people down in a certain at a concert they can't figure out how to beat sports batting. Right, it's like you are one in a million at this. They're one in a million at what they do. All right, okay. right. Yeah, well, I, still so think, probably- I still think he's dealing with it. It's just not going to be an issue. It's going to you know hinder him. But I definitely. But think I think it did hinder him two weeks. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's a pain tolerance thing. I think the last impressive Eagles performance is the game at the Giants. So it's been four, four, four bad games, and then that Giants game where they crushed them. Mm-hmm. All right. Somehow I had the Giants in that mm-hmm. one. And I had seven and a half. The market was seven. In pocket. Closing line value. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? The more I think about this season, you know how many times teams were just, people, were, the market was so wrong with teams? Yeah, you know, I want to address this. It sure seems to me, and it's kind of totally counterintuitive, the line moves from Monday to Wednesday were deadly good. Mm-hmm. And the line moves from Thursday to Saturday sucked balls they were horrible so that feeds in with the idea that there's a couple new syndicates that have so much overhead that they're forcing money in and they're going to be betting late yes Mm -hmm. all right we'll figure out so the moves is so what do we think about the um all the overs right i mean does that does that you think it's affecting the totals this week not yet but it will be you think the betters are going to be more sensitive to that betters going to bet over Right. So wins. you're saying if you – and they tend to want to bet over anyway. Yes. Right? So you're saying if you got like an over, play it before Friday. Yes. All right. Um, but you don't see anything in the openers or the early moves. I would have said bet Cincinnati-Buffalo over, but this whole – I don't know how strong oh, this O-line. narrative with the O-line. Well, I don't yeah. think it's a narrative. I think it's a medical yeah, It's fact. a reality, yes. I hate I hate that dismissing of narratives. It's like, yeah, if it's a narrative that's bull, if yeah. it's the narrative it's, is so-and-so broke his leg – all right. Uh, like Vaughn Miller, that narrative, I think, is showing okay, the, I, not playing. I, I think the Giants' Philly is going to get bet up, that people are going to talk about, rightly so, about how much better the offense is for the Giants, and Hurts is healthier for it's Philly. It's going to be bet up or bet down? Up. The total up. The total. total. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. So right now we got 48, 48 and a half at different places. I, I, I think 48 is as good as it's going to get. Okay. And let me think. I know the key number is 51. I know 44. I'm not positive in between. What, what's our key 49, number? 49, right? Would be- 40, 49 is, you would think it's important. 49 actually is seven not. Times seven times seven. seven. Yeah, seven scores seven yeah. times seven, unless the Dallas kicker, and then it would be, you know, <laughs> be eight 44 times. 44 again. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, but the um, 48 is 24-24, you know, so it, it, it hits, but obviously it can't be 24-24, but six touchdowns, two field goals, well, so it, it is important. it in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I told you there's a lot of ties coming 21 There you go. Yes. Boy, how many were there at the end? Two? 
Yeah. I wish that second one didn't hit. Hmm. I called it. There's gonna be there's gonna be five ties next year. I will take. So it, what do you think? Well, the, yeah. I what do you think the line would be? be three would, and a half. It would be one and a half. Yeah, I think, I think it's juiced on the over even now. I think. Yeah, so it would be like over the, under one and a half ties next year. Yeah. You now one thing about make a big one thing about the we're gonna get the ties is the field goal field goal permutation. In my opinion, we're not going to get the tie with the touchdown, touchdown, because word will get out about the overtime rules. RJ, if you take the ball and you score a touchdown, Scott, you score a touchdown back, you're going for two every time. The, the analytics the people will share. Well, except tie. But here's the thing. So there's oftentimes a tie is not a bad result. Yeah, but he's not going to tie. He's going to lose because if he kicks the extra point, you get the ball back with two minutes to go. Well, we also an enormous advantage but, but, with the third but, possession. With the tie, you do. But with the tie situation, you're not going to pre- You're not going to go for it on fourth down. I agree. So you, know, I agree. you don't want to throw an interception. No, we don't know for a fact that the new overtime rule is going to be in the regular season next year. No, it's no, a playoff. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're it's right. That. It's going to just be a playoff. You're right. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, but if it's that's a field, good goal, point. field goal, then you don't have I to still want to that. take the ball in the, in the playoffs. Well, that's a whole other debate. I mean, we've, yes. I, 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 we'll get into that in the Kansas City Buffalo week, if that is the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. The line's only five now. Okay, so you're thinking totals are going to be bet by the public over some weekend. Um you tell me what you want to share as we're finishing up. I mean, we're going to dig into all this. I, I'd lock in the KC Philly teaser. I, I mean, I, let's like, think about whenever what, there's an eight and a half on, on somebody, which it is on Kansas City, I want to get that teaser in before it might but, go to nine. But can, can I tell you that the whole asymmetric at three and a half applies at seven and a half? If it goes to seven, you don't want the teaser. At that point, you're going to want the sides. It's right? a good point. I'd much rather be. Te- I'd much rather they were both eight and a half, and then I wouldn't have to worry so about the asymmetric. To, back to the idea of is at nine and a half, you can't play it at ten. It's it's in the yeah. system, so you play it. Yep. So, so in a weird way, when you're at the number right before the key, the question is, you know, and again at post, it makes more sense, right? Yes, and Philly could easily go to seven against the Giants because I could see the Giants are playing with a lot of cum and and it's New York. I don't see that line going up. If I had to predict, I'd say it goes down to seven, actually. And here's the thing that Scott can speak on, and this is known by a lot of people, but a lot of people not. Philly, South Jersey is Atlantic City, is much closer to Philly than it is New York. Mm-hmm. And there's a New York presence down there for sure. But it's like, from what I'm hearing on the different shows or whatever, it's going to be a madhouse, you know, Giants fans, Philly fans. And my sense is... The, the, the Giants might have more. I mean, there might be a lot of Giants money in town. And DraftKings is really huge in Jersey. It, again, affects the line, right? I mean, they yeah. only have one line, right, nationally? That's, yeah. yeah. I believe that's right. I think yeah, that's it's right. the same everywhere. It's the yeah. same everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yes. the, the fact, menu is not the same. The menu is more yeah, expanded, yeah, yeah, and yeah. some states don't but, allow but you I can to bet see, certain things. Certainly, yes. I can see DraftKings and FanDuel being affected by Giants money. Yes. Yeah, or Philly money. I don't know. But what I'm Philly, saying, there's, there's more well, points bet in Philly and, and yeah, other things good, like that. Especially plus, if it was a, a lot of, as much as you might think there's more, a lot of illegal books in, or gray books in New York, there is, but there's a lot in Philly. If there's a Philly 49er NFC final, you're going to see that that impact even more because the people are going to be betting on Philly, you know, the East Coast money. Or, uh, or at San Francisco, New York, but I was NFC think, Championship, right? But I, w- I was thinking you were talking about, like, yeah, the Reno thing. presence. No. Yeah, okay, no you're, you're right. And you're right. At the Pepper Mill in Atlantis, there's going to be 49er money. Well, William Hill had a real disproportionate yes, line and yes. won Super Bowl. Uh, I guess it would have been the Baltimore. Maybe the Baltimore. I think—, I think- Oh, that's no, a great, that's a great point. Yeah. William Hill would be the West Coast book. You get a lot of 
you'll get 49er money in Vegas in town here. And there'll That's be true, there'll too. be a difference between the local books here and the DraftKings and FanDuel's. That I agree with. Because mm-hmm. you'll get the the DraftKings and FanDuel's will get the East Coast money. And so the this 49er is like the money old days in the seventies. I used to read about where it said like you could if it's Philly Dallas you could go to Dallas and take four and go to Philly and lay two and a half or whatever. And it was like yeah, I mean the the regional was a huge part of it. Absolutely. And that's why the best betters had you know a network everywhere, and the, they often would get a wire act charge against them. <laughs> I can tell you what the difference is going to be. Like, the South Point is going to get a lot of San Francisco money. They, what they, makes you think that? Because I've talked to Chris before, and they get a lot of Californians, a lot of a lot of L.A. people come in. Well, when I think of L.A., cool, I think South Point. Yeah. I'm just saying they get they get a lot of <laughs> they get a lot of LA the first, money. It's this, the well, I guess the M used to be first, but it's the first book coming in yeah. the West. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It, right? it it really does. You know, if you're just coming up to bet sports, why go all the way up to the strip? Now, but but at State Line they've got places, right? But yeah. Buffalo yeah. Bills. Yes, it's a William Hill. You get the, there's no book. I think it's just a William Hill kiosk. There's no actual book at State Line. That's why you think there'd be people. I, I haven't been there in a while. They, but there used last, to be three casinos, and I don't know if only, if only two are open right now or only one. Well, one of them they tore down. Last time I went to Prim, and though, Buffalo there was a William Hill was, kiosk. And Buffalo Bills was yeah. closed. Right? It's open now. Oh, the one with the roller coaster out in How front. How do you know this? Wait, my wife and my wife. Because oh, there's a, you know there. why? Because there's a mall right there. Yes. Right? There's a what? There's a there's an outlet mall and the lottery store. Oh, I don't know. And, and my the, wife and kids drove to L.A. and they they told me the last oh. time last time we went it was closed. And this time that they went, it was open. And 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 there's a California lottery. Whenever there's a big okay, a yeah. jackpot, people will drive from Vegas to, and wait in line for an hour and a half to buy lottery tickets. But that that lottery that must be right across state lines. Yes, it's, it's so, so much it's so, called, so, it's so, so, so much for being savvy gamblers in Vegas. It's Prim, California. Yeah, it's right. It's right on well, the border. I didn't know that. I thought Prim was in Nevada. It's both. It's on the border. Oh. It's on the line. Yeah. There's a town. There's a town that's in two states. Yes. yes. They each have their own post that, that, office, that, That's commonplace. That's true in Jackpot and East and West Wendover in, in northern Nevada. Wait, are they the same municipality? I don't. Like, does it have the same mayor? Yes. <laughs> Wendover is the same mayor. And they have two states. They have West Wendover, Utah, and East Wendover, possible. Nevada. Read it, McKenzie. Prim, an unincorporated, uh, unincorporated community in Clark County, Nevada. It sits crosses the state Jesus, line. Jesus, dude. Start over. Jesus is right. Yeah. Prim, an unincorporated community in Clark County, Nevada, crosses state border between California and Nevada. All right, so it's a Nevada city that somehow spans into California. You have to pay ta- California taxes if you live on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. well, that's why no one lives over yeah, there. It's, it's just desert. <laughs> it's just a, there's a lottery store sitting there. <laughs> well, that's what it is, literally. Like, and, and the line is around the block yeah. for Megan but, but I believe Wendover has, it's like South, South Lake Tahoe and North Lake Tahoe. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. South Lake Tahoe is half and half. And if you if you are one foot across the border, you're paying California tax. One foot the other direction, you're not. You're, you're, you're a Nevada resident. I bet, the, I bet a lot You've of poor there? people. Parties at Harvey's. No, I, I've been I've been to Reno a number of times. I've never went to Lake Tahoe. You've never been to the lake. Yeah, I couldn't find the Coleone compound. The lake is, is <laughs> never went to the American Century Golf Tournament. Yeah. The lake is incredible. You'd love the lake. I, you know, I think so. I think so. I think if I ever had to get away, it would be a beach. I like the water. I don't like to swim or anything necessarily. You'd I like just to like, look at it. And the smell. I like humidity. Where I grew up, there's so much humidity. I mean, it's like damp. And and here, it's never like that. It's like like ten days. Oh, a year. it's dry in Tahoe though. There's no yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying the ocean. I like the ocean, the breeze. Plus, I I think if I was in a place like that or New York, I would walk. A t- I like. I used to walk 
Like at, a, at school, I would walk a half hour across campus and half hour. It was an hour a day, and it was like normal. May and September are the best times in Tahoe. It's too crowded in yeah. the summertime. I'm not even thinking of Tahoe. I'm thinking of me on a beach and and almost like Robert De Niro at the end of Casino. Mm. I, I got eight TVs. I've, I've got the operation scaled down. Mm. Mackenzie's still working for me, but he's not allowed to. He's like Howard Hughes. He can't see me in person. You know, I'm just there. It's telephone only. You know, Hughes did. You should bit- call Colin and say if he can hang out in his Manhattan Beach. Well, see, that would be the opposite. That would be the opposite of that. Why don't you go retire in Costa Rica? See, I don't feel safe out of America. And okay. you're, and you're co- oh, especially and you're, if it's not, if it's a uh, place where there's a lot of um, illegality. My, sure. illegality. And my experience in Coruscant, you're right not to feel safe. Oh. I never went out at everyone night. Th- I never thinks, left the hotel. If I get a sense who you are, you wake up no kidney. I, I, who knows what? <laughs> no, I got the per- yeah. All right. Okay. One of the Carolinas. That's too square. Outer Banks, that's not square. That's cool. No, I don't think it is. I think people try to make things cool that aren't cool. No, the Outer Banks are cool. Think I about don't know Outer about, what's Banks. The, but what All is these, it? Uh, there's islands off the coast of North Carolina. Like okay, so people don't by. have enough money to have that in California, effectively, <laughs> right? It's like before I mean, it's discovered. like a junior Florida or California. Well, I got enough. I can go where I think I it want. looks like Amityville in the movie Jaws, a town like that. I think it'd be similar to that. What about New Orleans? And that's an appeal. <laughs> New Orleans yeah. is too muggy. Oh, I love New Orleans. New Orleans is like, I mean, everything that was probably appealing to you about Vegas, New Orleans has a lot of that. Well, let me tell you this. I was in New Orleans for New Year's Eve, the, the year LSU and Saban played Oklahoma. Right? Was I 05, I think, maybe? I don't know. I, I was there for like five days. Great. Then I was down there in 2008 for the High State National Championship. Spent a week down there. I was thinking about moving. I mean, I love awesome it. Town, yeah, I love it. The food is the sound. I was going to say, the food, yeah. the food is. Oh, and, and if anyone is li- likes The Wire, you probably haven't seen Treme. Did you see Treme? No. So that was David Simon's next show, which was about New Orleans and just people in there in the jazz scene. And actually, Bunk plays in it, right? Bunk mm-hmm. is one of the main characters from The Wire. The cop. Yeah. And um, it really gives you a flavor of New Orleans like I've never seen before. Like any city really get represented. So that's a great show if you like it. But here's the only thing. We're probably done with the sports for a minute. Is here's the only thing. I'm thinking of a place I can hunker down where the actual like I want to write this book. I I'm not saying tomorrow, but I'm just saying I would love you know how like professors take what do they call that? Um a sabbatical. 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 Yeah. I need a sabbatical. You want to go to Destin, Florida. It's in the Panhandle of Florida. They call it the Redneck Riviera. It's not oh, crowded. Oh, yes, that's where I want to go. It's <laughs> not crowded. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. They got white sand beaches. It's, it's like it's a now, gem of the South yeah. that people, that's yeah, a, a hidden storm gem. storm season, though. You don't want to be in Florida. Don't go during well, a hurricane. New Orleans it's storm. okay. Yeah. Anywhere yeah. there's a coast uh, like that's not California. Why don't, you, be, why don't you go to like Seattle or I, Vancouver or something? Or you know, oh, something I, Pacific I, Northwest. I don't like Canada. I've already told you. No, everyone that goes to Vancouver says it's the most shockingly Good place they can imagine. You, yeah, you love Stanley. Park. Well, have you been everywhere? Yeah, pretty much. It's supposed to be nice, just vacationing around. I mean, is this to go like spin a wheel? Like Biloxi's Pacino? really good too. Oh, Biloxi, there you go. There yeah, you Biloxi, go. I like oh, Biloxi better than New Orleans. That brings up a good point. There's a Hilton. What, what, what is there? One Hilton in, in New Orleans? At least when I was down there, uh, right around um, uh, the French Quarter. Right. You talking about the casino? Yeah. It's a Caesars now. Okay, what it was it? a Harris. Harris, that's a Harris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get free rooms. Don't they have the, the was the, the Beau Ravage down there? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. Little yeah. mini Bellagio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that I I never knew if that was a skit or not. I thought yeah. that was like a parody. 
That that dude mm. Billy Bob or whatever calls in. Oh, no. yeah, you never heard that? No. Yeah, it's a dude from that casino. Or th- this is a sports book director. Oh yeah, uh, Jimmy Jack. Yeah, right? is that his name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could this be a parody? The guy Jimmy Jack that talks like he like his his family never stepped foot out of the city of New Orleans. So for Jimmy, the last Jim, Jim years. Bob, they're yeah. betting the Saints apparently. Right? Going, I, let me tell you something. I mean, it's it really. I took me weeks to figure out if it was a skit or not. No, yeah, I've talked to that guy. I mean, does it? It's a uh, Jick Jack Johnson. That's his name. Oh, yeah. Jit Jack. Yeah, exactly. Jick Jack. Yep. Jick Jack. Johnson. Yeah. He's that, the uh, the race and sports book director at the Beau Rivage. Yeah, that could not be a scare, yeah. could it? There's no J- Jack Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. He, here's my question. Why are we trying to find an alternative to L.A.? Dylan lives in Malibu. I'm just probably Malibu. It's too crowded. You go crazy. Get stuck on the 405 for an hour and a half driving. But I, was like, I don't anywhere. drive anywhere no matter where I'm at. He's going to get a house just, and just live in his house and just, have groceries delivered. He's not going exactly. anywhere. And walk out on the beach now and again. It's a good, it's a good plan. I'd, I'd go down to um, Newport Beach. I think you'd love How Newport about that beach. place that you get fr- like free rooms at? Where's that at? Well, that has to be a Harris property. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the wife knows someone in California. Oh, yeah, she. Could, um, yes, Carmel. Mm-hmm. Carmel That's, is very good. I yeah, can I, can, Carmel I can get on Fed. I can get my rule. I can get you Carmel between May and September. That's awesome. You know, the early entourage is so good. I started, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on my rewatch now. Oh my god! Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You've seen entourage? Yeah. Oh my god! He did, that was a very good drama, by the way. That was good. He, I'm on my. I'm on season, his impersonations. Are I'm on season three of my rewatch because I wanted a show that I don't have to pay attention to. Exactly. It is have a fun imaginary show. Pacific Grove Municipal Golf Course. <laughs> it's right next to it's Pebble Pebble Beach adjacent. Same views. It's like twenty five dollars. It's the greatest golf course ever to play. People would agree with me. And that's where you're going. Here's what I don't understand, and we'll end the show with this. You have a house that is double as big as you need. Is that right. fair to say? If you cut it exactly in half, you'd be fine. Yes. Okay. You love your house. Love it. So you have a carrying cost of that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Now that it sounds like an affluent dude that is spending money for his pleasure and his family's pleasure. Now that I can relate to. It's good investment, supposedly. Maybe. You don't know. But don't I mean, know. what I'm saying is if there's no, uti- you're not going to buy a house and leave it empty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you could rent it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, but again, that's saying, hey, I've got some discretionary income. I'm going to spend it there. But all this other stuff, the nine ninety nine obsession with your ten dollar comp, the idea it maximizes that- the value of it. <laughs> Two ninety nine shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Get my four free drinks. But, but 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 that seems incongruent to use that word again. How do you balance the they, two? They're not. It, it shows a, it shows a change in my. No, maybe the house is correlated shows, to the other side. No, series. it shows an anti-correlation between the husband and the wife. I was going to say, it's there's things that relate to his family where he can't skimp. But the wife probably feels like she's obligated to dust up there and stuff. So to some degree, it's a, it's a, she would probably like to snap her fingers and have it cut in half, right? No. Okay. See, what I thought— But your housekeeper, she wishes it was smaller. What, what I thought—do you have do, live in— Every other week we have a housekeeper that's for the, a day. That's not that's what like college kids have. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's good. That's good. I would what's go the once a week. Yeah, yeah. What's the no, if you would have said, but the butler, <laughs> he lives upstairs. <laughs> that would have been awesome. No, hey, I, I think in a weird way I respect all of this. It's just I don't ever hear you going skimpy on these trips. Mm. Because, <laughs> like, I hear about you where it's Waikiki or the rest of the island. Well, you notice how as soon as I got a free vacation <laughs> to the Bahamas, I stopped going to Hawaii. So, 
Okay, but but you it's know. not. But if it was if it was a like a if it was like a low class or mid class vacation, you'd probably want to pay for a vacation. It has to be within a star. Okay, yes. a star that you thought of a that. The twenty five dollar golf course than... isn't Pebble Beach, but it's close enough. It's Pebble yeah, Beach. See, it's like one tenth the cost. But he's never at, at been eighty percent of the bank. But... Have you ever golfed it? Pebble Beach. I've walked it, never golfed. No, it. but have you ever golfed this adjacent course? Yes. But if you could, you can't even walk, you can't even pay for Pebble Beach, right? You have to have reservations like months ahead, right? You can't just walk up there, can you? you? you a couple of weeks before you probably get a couple reservation. weeks. It's so yeah. expensive, you know, it's $500 you can play. If you, I got to tell you, if you're a great, or not a great golfer, if you love golf and you're competent, like doing those trips around, playing the great courses actually sounds fun. I'm actually not good enough. I probably would consider playing it if I was like an 80 golfer instead of a 95 golfer. 95. Yeah. Boy, look out! Don't be behind Faz or in front of him. It doesn't. It, either way, it doesn't. Green, no, it's, you're safe until we hit the green. And then, you, then, then, then I might, I might knock you over with a putter. All right. Well, we enjoyed this show, guys. We gave you a lot of good info. I told you five minutes ago. It was. You know what? I should actually give a great. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give two best bets at the end for. And I'm not going to mention these again. Well, I'm going to have to. But you'll have them a couple days early. All right. I'm going to go a fit, and I haven't done this in the playoffs. Official, meaning for years, official best bat. I'm going with the Bills. Is there any four and a halves out there, McKenzie? Circa. Four and a half, I'm laying. And I'm going 49ers minus three and a half. I think both of these are short. I think that Bills should be at least six and a half, I think. I mean, the Bills, they, again, I, I don't understand how they've now had a downturn. And I'll tell you this playing at home, and then another week at home, and home is the first time they're going to have their rest or kind of get any rest in a weird – because they've been – even home games have been gone to Detroit. As long as they don't turn it over. They go to since – yeah. It's a good point. They've all they, – they only had seven true home games over the regular season, and now they've been home for a while. Yes. I mean, that's what that's I'm saying. really good point. Mackenzie, pull up their last schedule. I just feel like this is when they're going to catch their breath, and they had a close call, but it was Three game home stand. I mean, if we look at the fourth – yeah, if we look at the fourth quarter win share – and and it really speaks to that it wasn't really a close call. And we're just doing for all the games. Um, San Fran was a hundred nothing. Uh, the Chargers, seventy one percent chance to win Gross. in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Mackenzie, where's that rank on the season? One second. And then um, Buffalo, an eighty eight percent. So actually, Miami had a twelve percent yeah. chance to win. Uh, minute, oh, Giants were eighty three, and uh, Cincy was eighty nine. That's surprising. I saw a great. I saw remember a great, that happened early in the fourth. I, I saw. Yeah, yeah, okay. I saw a great stat on this. So the probability of the Bengals winning was forty four percent when the quarterback on third and one for Baltimore after the ninety nine yard fumble recovery. Uh-huh. It was eighty. It was eighty. It went up forty percent. Double. Yeah. It doubled. Yeah. It went from forty four to eighty eight. Hey, one play. I, I, that's why EPA can be deceiving sometimes. It was the ninth most unexpected result. This the season. ninth most unexpected result this mm. season. That's shocking to me too, isn't it? It's all shocking. Herbs, fire him. Herbs? No. Fire Let me ask you a question right now. If we were redrafting the league, what's your top five? You think on it for a second. We're going to run down the schedule, then we're done. All right. Dolphins was at home. Before that, they had the Patriots at home. So this would be three straight home games now. Then they were away at the Bears. All right. Then they played the Dolphins at home. Oh, they had the Jets at home, too. Two in a row. I didn't remember that like that. Then the Patriots. Then the Lions. Oh, but what game got rescheduled? The Bengals in Cincinnati. 
no, no, that was because the game got canceled. But what, what where did they? It was the game was before. Game? De- it was the game before Detroit. Okay, week 12, the, the Browns. Week. They played Cleveland and Detroit, okay. and then they played Detroit. Boy, that was November. That was ten days before Thanksgiving. That seems that, a lot of snow in Buffalo. But what I'm saying is that's thirty, and then another uh, ten and ten, twenty and twenty. I mean, that's seventy days ago. Was that? Yeah. That doesn't seem like seventy days ago, does it? Wow, I can AJ. I can just remember you dropping off some pie for Thanksgiving. That wasn't that long ago, <laughs> right? No. I wow. All right. So maybe not, but if anything, they're more rested than I was worried about because they have had home, home. It was Jets, Dolphins, away at the Bears, home, home, home. So this is going to be their fifth home game in six weeks. So that's actually pretty good, which I think makes the case in general. Yes. That they're rested. And then, you know, the Bengals. Now, here's the question. How much did that injury situation, the life and death, you know, it was probably a drain. And you could say maybe even this week, but it's been almost two weeks now. And it's positive, you know. It's yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. If anything, you thought this week was going to be a boost. He visited the team. Yeah. But if anything, next week will be better in yeah. theory. I mean, the trend line, at least for Buffalo's rest, should be up. Yes. Top five redraft in the league. All things are on the table. Contract, age. Uh, if one had mononucleosis. Patrick Mahomes. Is one. One. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, two. Mm. He's, jo- in, he's uh, turnover prone. Yep. Justin Herbert, three. Oh, no change. Joe Burrow, four. Trevor Lawrence, five. Trevor Lawrence, five? Yep. How is Jalen Hurts not in your top five? Wow. Let, let's let's continue this on Wednesday. This is how we're starting the show. Where I'm going to come in, announce, and then he's going to come out like a cannon. How is Jalen Hurst not in your top five? Talk to you then. Mm-hmm.